Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Hey there. It's tardy to the party. This week, it's Bill and Daniel. We're filling our pop culture holes with things we missed the first time around. I wasn't alive when this came out. Bill was alive. I was permanently scarred. I didn't see this when it first aired, but I could feel it in the air. Like, it damaged me, like, radioactivity. Like, background radiation at Chernobyl. Cultural radioactivity! It's 1978's The Star Wars Holiday Special. And neither of us had actually really seen this whole thing. No. Yeah. What's your... Are you much of a Star Wars fan? Because I'm a Star Wars fan. I was a really big Star Wars... Well, there's... Saying you're a really big Star Wars fan has different connotations to different people. No, that's like true some too. people will, you know, are like, "Oh, you're not a real Star Wars fan unless you name, know the names of all the bounty hunters that Darth Vader's walking that's by." That's the thing that kills me because I'm a fan of the original films and I know about all the making about the original films, but I don't give a shit about the expanded universe. I don't know yeah. shit about like who's like fucking... if you don't know the name of the droid standing next to Boba Fett, you don't know anything. I like people. Like the expanded universe, they gave names to all the aliens in the cantina. Yeah. All I know, it's Walrus Man, it's fucking Snaggletooth, it's fucking yeah, it's just that shit. I don't know, like, oh, his actual name was Ponda Baba, and he was actually a scientist and wanted, you know, <laughs> like it's like what the fuck? That's bullshit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I just want Monster Mash and lightsabers. Yeah. This movie. This, this... special delivers on Monster Mash lightsabers. <sighs> Except I'm there's not a there single no there's not a single thing. lightsaber in this special. <laughs> Man, it's so the Star Wars holiday special. This is renowned to be bullshit. It's not very good. What? <laughs> this is spoiler. This is not going to be a Daniel's pick. This is not going to be a treasured holiday special you oh watch every God. single year. What? Well, how are we going to top this in the future? Because if we're talking, oh. Man, this lived up to everything I ever heard about it. This is a train wreck. A, a disaster. I, a, this train wreck ran into a garbage mountain, I was, lit it on fire, and kept going, and just crashed into a septic pool. I have a couple times tried to wow. sit down and watch this with friends. I remember, like, 20 years ago, I was at a, uh, a comic book convention with a friend who managed to find a VHS copy of this for, like, 20 bucks at, 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 at like, the garage sale part of the convention. And he bought this, and we sat down and watched it, and we couldn't get through it. He, he had just dropped 20 bucks on this fucking thing. Dude. And he worked at, like, fucking McDonald's. That wasn't nothing that he dropped the 20 yeah. bucks on this thing. And even we could not get through it. And so I've seen, comp- again, composite parts of I mean, this. To be fair, I have watched it piece by piece over, like, the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh, really? I, oh, that's... I had to drip feed myself this. I told you. <laughs> I told you. You're probably going to want to watch this in chunks. But you're See? like, no! Nah! I'll watch it all at the last second. I mainlined this last night in one go, and then immediately after it was over, I tweeted on Twitter, I watched this, and then started watching the Rough Tracks commentary <laughs> version of this. Uh, so I really, oh my god, I, I fucking brain damaged myself with with uh, fucking Star Wars Holiday Special last night. <laughs> I If we had not been talking about this for the show, I would have ne- never got, gone through the whole goddamn Just thing. Just lived in... Well, especially... In wonderful, ignorant bliss. Because I had seen big whacks of this before, so there will be parts coming up that I'm like, oh my god, I remember this. This is gonna be fucking terrible. So, like, it was like Vietnam flashbacks where I'm like, oh god, I saw this once like 25 years ago. But oh my god, oh! Like, oh, this, this is the part where he gets into the jerk-off machine. Oh, and or like fucking... Oh... The fucking whip, whip, star, star. We'll talk about that, but oh my, yeah. 
the a little piece of hurt. Billy died to that day. <laughs> it really was just. I, but you know what? I felt like Luke Skywalker on Dagobah when he says, "My friends are in danger. I gotta go protect them." Except it's the opposite, where I just want to run away as fast as possible when I when I hear that terrible music of the opening of the special start up. And oh my god! It's, but Han gotta get Chewie home for Life Day. Life Harrison Day is coming Ford, up, but they're I, being chased. I have to give props for Harrison Ford for volunteering to be in this goddamn thing. I'm wondering because when this, when they came up with the idea to do this, mm-hmm. it was the summer. It was just a couple months before this actually aired. It was smack dab when they were negotiating uh, whether or not uh, who would be in the Star Wars sequels, the actual film stuff. So I'm assuming Lu- Lucas must have been like as far as like bargaining with like I need you to be in this holiday special, but like I'll give you extra payday for like the Empire Strikes Back. If you just we just need Come to on, show up just literally one day just, just to sacrifice fifteen minutes total screen time, if that. And fucking Harrison Ford is just I to be fair, Harrison Ford's relatively game, but the, the stain you can kind of hear in his voice, yeah. it's great. But yeah, he's the uh, Han and Chewie are in the shitty remake of the Millennium Falcon's uh, cockpit with like it looks like it's a shower curtain for the door behind them. <laughs> And oh, it looks like a children's play version yeah. of Star Wars that they're sitting in. Uh, yeah, they're being chased by a bunch of Star Destroyers on mm-hmm. the way to... Yeah. But then they make the jump to light speed and get away. Yeah. And then Lots the hot footage. Star Wars holiday special. Da, 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 da. Starring Mark Hamill with way too much fucking makeup. Fucking Christ. He's got... <laughs> it looks like Charlie Chat. It looks like a silent film era because he's not this... <laughs> He's got like fucking eyeshadow, but then he's also got mascara, and they did yeah, that thing well, where they mascara his eyelashes, we'll, so he's got we'll like t- sparkle eyes. We'll talk about him when we get to him. <laughs> and he, he looks like Dylan McConaughey. He's got like the short. They gave him a fucking Mr. B natural haircut. Yeah. Oh Already my God. dead inside, Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh man, coked out of her skull, Carrie Fisher. Oh. Anthony Daniels is that one asshole droid. R2-D2 is R2-D2, because fuck you, <laughs> Kenny Baker. Oh, that's a good point, because I did see on IMDb, Kenny Baker is credited as being R2. Yeah. So presumably, they did smash that poor dwarf into that garbage can again, and did not even bother to credit mm-hmm. the poor son of a bitch. James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader. <sighs> this is th- Also, fuck you, guy in the suit. <laughs> uh, this is actually the first time James Earl Jones was actually, because he didn't get a credit for that in the first Star Wars movie, so this is the first time they've publicly acknowledged at least the voice was a different guy than the dude in the suit yeah even though they didn't say who's in the suit but yeah introducing chewbacca's family his wife mala his father itchy his son lumpy each face more tragic and horrifying than the last with special guest stars beatrice arthur art carney diane carroll the jefferson starship harvey corman an animated garbage dumpster fire star wars story on the Star Wars Holiday Special. It shows to go how bad the rest of the special is that people consider that cartoon to be the best part. The cartoon's garbage, too. Yeah. But, yeah, so we start off, it's... Is it just cuts right back to Chewie's family? Yeah, there's... A, this is the first there, 15 there's minutes an exterior of the shot, shot of Chewie's house. Sharks. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> don't, yep. don't you besmirch the work of Ralph McQuarrie. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a painting of Ralph yeah, McQuarrie did of the Kashyyyk, like, yeah. Not the usual quality. No, that it's just, either that get. was a really rushed concept painting yeah. for the first Star Wars, like, he just jotted it out in the back of a postcard right before they started filming, yeah. Uh, um, and then there's a shot of the interior, and But what, you're gonna be seeing a does, lot of that, that does, postcard. Does Chewbacca have green shag carpeting inside his house? I, you know what? Thanks, 1970s. I actually... 
This I, is the most seventies house that ever existed. I I kind of look how I like the, actually I un unironically like the look of the Wookiee bungalow. It's furnished with low slung wooden shelving, fake wood paneling, <laughs> and log cabin tables and shit. It's the one thing here that reeks of the seventies, but in kind of in a good way that I like. Uh, it kind of looks like one of the sets from like Land of the Lost. I kind of like it, even though, but yeah, no, it is green shag carpet. <laughs> it's, it's a very human apartment yeah. for the Wookiees, but yeah. Uh, um, but his, I love their, like, their wood cabinets and shit, like Ikea cabinets yeah. and stuff. His father, Itchy, is sitting there whittling an X-Wing. Uh, Lumpy comes down playing with his own X-Wing, uh, just making the worst garbage sounds. Oh, it is blowjob sounds all over the place. <laughs> it is the... <laughs> sounds like a pig being raped <laughs> that's it's just like i don't know what sound effects that ben uh, burt was was getting for the ship but it sounds nasty whoever said you know what we need we need a holiday special where a good chunk of it is just wookie sounds with no subtitles and no dialogue That'll really get the kids in. I feel bad because one of my friends knows it's a good idea to have your Star Wars holiday special star a bunch of smelly, hairy assholes who can't even speak English, CBS. You know what? No, you can't. Don't feel bad for that because these are terrible characters. Well, I blame CBS. We're going to find out in the notes later. That's not CBS's idea. CBS was like, I think it's a bad idea. You should have some of the audience can actually understand Star in this thing. George Lucas like, no. I want asshole monsters to be the only speaking characters for this thing for the first 15 minutes. So that's what happens. Yeah, we get a bunch of little family melodrama of a fucking... Is it Itchy's that that's the dad? Yeah, Itchy like, like yells at... so... F- he looks like a barracuda coming out of someone's asshole! Because he's got that monster mouth, the lower lip. Oh, the funny thing is, so bad, the costumes are actually really good. Like, um, fucking... Uh, Lumpy, that's the sun, right? With yeah. the fucking eyes. Yeah. The haunting, <laughs> I've seen shit eyes. <laughs> but, like, his mask is articulated in a way he does sneers that, like, the Chewbacca mask never could. Yeah. Turns out the uh, I'm spoiling, I'm uh, making of notes. Stan that's Winston, famous uh, monster maker, la- later created the, uh, the Predator and did all the uh, special effects for, like, all throughout the 90s. He's, uh, I guess, uh... He's the guy who did all the Wookiee suits in this. And they're actually really good Wookiee suits. Yeah. I mean, Itchy looks horrifying, but he looks horrifying in a way that it looks like they spent money on that outfit. Bill, if you got, let's say you were going through a dumpster (laughs) and you happened to come across like Itchy, Lumpy, or Mala's head, (laughs) would you display it or would you be like... Uh, I'll throw this in a closet somewhere, but I'm not going to tell anybody I have it. Lumpy's head, I might like... I don't know. Because that would be good to scare kids at Halloween. Yeah. Because oh you would God. have, like, an original, quote-unquote, Star Tra- Star Wars thing. Oh, that's but, the torn between the order. But, but do you want to own this piece But do you want to say, look, I got something from the Star Wars It's definitely special? something you don't keep in the same room that you sleep in. <laughs> you don't put it on display. Yeah. You put it, it's like the Ark of the Covenant. You put it in a box and put it away where no human eyes can see it If you hear somebody breaking into your house, you put oh it on God. and chase them with but a yeah, sword. But yeah, these monsters, I mean, they really are monsterish yeah. in this. Like, the, I mean, granted, I'm glad they all... The, the mom was it Mala? Yeah, kind of just it's just chewy with like blonder hair around the face. But her snout comes out like way but, too far. Yeah, kind of like weird. a dog snout, so yeah. she's slightly off-putting. But yeah, itchy and lumpy are just fucking horrifying. Yeah, and I feel bad that the kid looks more horrifying just because the dwarf eyes mm. more than they even the makeup. Because <laughs> like the the look on that poor lady's face who played, I had to look it up to see was that a kid? Was that a dwarf? Mm. It wasn't. The lady's still alive. 
She's got to be 900 years old, but she's got to be a fucking little... She can play Yoda in the next Star Wars movie. Uh, but anyway. And then... Uh, Itchy yells at fucking Lumpy. Yeah, tell me what the story then, is. I forgot what the action is happening. Molly yells at Lumpy to come to the kitchen, but he's like, uh-uh. <laughs> and he doesn't want to go. So he yells back. But then Itchy yells at him to go to the kitchen. And gravy, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Doesn't Lumpy just eventually end up leaving the kitchen and goes like he starts like walking on the banister outside like the railing on their their. Well, Lumpy goes over. He's gonna eat a cracker, but his mom tells him she's like, "Nah, don't eat that cracker." Then she gives him a green bucket. More noises happen, and he <laughs> leaves. More inexplicable sounds. Lumpy goes outside, climbs on the balcony to contemplate suicide because he realized he's in this special. Yeah, I, I like he looks down and again. I don't know if it doesn't even look like Ralph McQuarrie. It looks like the fucking. The janitor drew, like, what he's... Like, the ground that he's looking down yeah. at. Uh, but, yeah, at least, like, this terrible... He's being blue green screen. Awful into, green in, screen. In, into the Ralph McQuarrie, like, uh, postcard painting of their house. And he's just, like... It's a little music. Like, do 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 yeah. Oh, um, this special's so full of fart music. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> just held a bassoon up to their asshole and blew through it. And they recorded it and called it the music it's, for this special. It's like C-3PO was milking R2-D2's dick, and this is the sounds that came out. And that's like... <laughs> yeah. oh. The mom, mama gets out a, a futuristic photo of Chewbacca. <laughs> and you can tell that it's futuristic because it's behind a magnifier. It's... It's, it's and it's framed. like fucking five inches thick. It's framed in the flux capacitor from yeah. Back to the Future. It's this giant like electrical box that they have like a photo, like a press photo of Chewbacca cut out. It gets like this holographic background. Uh, oh god! So then Itchy comes over to reassure her. Maybe I guess. I guess you don't know. <laughs> he gets a disc of something. Uh, Lumpy comes back aside. They all make roaring sounds at each other, and They're I feel like I'm and I feel like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Like uh, extended length conversation, you'd think there would be a mime or something more to show exactly. Like, okay, I'm upset. I'm suggesting this, but no, it's just yeah. it's it's a blowjob sound concert, and it's, it's just... that lady giving a blowjob to the grapefruit. <laughs> oh my god! god I just picture it's like little Pac-Man just getting eaten out. Fucking. <laughs> Oh, if you have not seen the lady giving a blowjob to the grapefruit, oh, just oh, look that, that up thing, on video. YouTube. Yeah, yeah blowjob grapefruit. Oh, wait, YouTube actually, video. does that come up? Because that is, the... yeah, it comes up. I'm sure. But oh it, my that's god, that's an internet sensation right there. Um, uh, so Itchy turns on the hollow chest thing for Lumpy, and some Cirque du Soleil subpar shit happens. And I feel like this scene would be a lot more bizarre if Cirque du Soleil hadn't happened and was a thing now. Uh, which is funny, because yeah, this does start happening, and it is just kind of, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And what, what does this shit even have to do with Life Day or anything? It's just sort of random for the sake of being random. Well, that's Jill, how... please don't play the Grapefruit Lady Blowjob sound. What? <laughs> I know what you're doing. I don't... So what you're gonna do is... No, wait, wait. no. no, this, no. this is what happens in the special. Someone's just hanging out watching TV. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Actually, you know what? I want to 
cut of like Lumpy just going over to his little monitor and turns on the TV and it's the blowjob grapefruit <laughs> video. And he's like, oh, they speak oh. my language. I, I understand what she's saying. The syntax is a little off. She's got a bit of an accent, but she speaks to the Wookiees. Oh, oh. And while this Cirque shit is happening, they keep on showing these horrible close-up shots of Lumpy's face enjoying it. Looking panicked. Because it's the eyes. Like, somehow the way the, the, the dwarf's eyes interact with the makeup, she can't, like, emote with her eyes. She can't, like, make a face or with her brow or anything mm-hmm. like that. So her eyes are just wide open circles of whiteness. Just kind of staring <laughs> left left and right, left and right, as these little, like, little fucking Cirque du Soleil, Mr. B. Natural motherfuckers are, like, pran- <laughs> and, and this is the music. Yeah. They're watching Mr. B. Natural fucking yeah. short. And what do you think of the, like, because is, there is some kind of, like, dancing and pearl wedding and stuff. It's is there okay. anything interesting here? It's all it's fine just... at the time, but no, it's not interesting. Okay, I don't it's know. It's really, it's really subpar shit. Okay, yeah. Nothing I, special. This is essentially them trying to make a meal out of, like, oh, well, they play in holographic chess in Star Wars, so we'll just have it so these... It's 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 ballet. It's like dancing random people on a little yeah. holographic chess thing. But and yeah. jugglers, because why jugglers. not? And someone randomly on an, an invisible trapeze, just kind of doing one or two, one or two things and falling, and falling down. down. Do, 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 do. And yeah. then it finishes in lumpy cheers. His life must be very empty <laughs> and barren. Scream if of he a found cheer. that yeah. to be enjoyable. Uh, oh yeah, he even claps. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so then lumpy has to wash like dishes. Like fucking sloth crying and, out. For oh shock. my gosh, does she have to be making sounds? Every single time he's on screen, every moment is that's that's is other, awful. Uh, otherwise, the character would read as dead. You need to bring them to life with constant <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's man, this is a bad idea. Oh, I mean, it's such a good idea. Special, like opening this, I mean, it's great for us to make fun of, man. But oh, oh. god, so damn. Mom goes and looks at some Atari ass Atari graphics. And, oh yeah, no, yeah, the, and brings the Atari up, tuner. Yeah. And brings up a screen that says, "You have reached traffic control." A bunch of X's and O's pop up on the screen. I thought she was and playing it, a game, but and, I guess not. And it it's says, just like the "No starships in the area." Traffic oh, control. She's really. For I didn't get that until control. now. I saw that twice last. I watched this twice last night. <laughs> didn't understand what was happening until okay. Yeah. You can really feel the drama of her being worried that Chewie might not not make it home for Life Day. Well, she's it's really impacting. Jesus impacting Christ! Me. Yeah. Uh, oh man. So Itchy takes her over to a secret contraption. With his hobbled over body and his cane. Oh, is this when they like they show that they have like some kind of radio transceiver, like in in yeah, in, hidden like, behind in, paneling, in, in the wooden slatted paneling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they call Luke, their seventies recreation deck. Uh, they call uh a uh, uh, Luke and oh look, R two, it's Chewbacca's family. That's just, that's how you answer a phone, not hello. Oh look, it's the family. I mean, Luke Skywalker is a saint for letting a bunch of screaming carpets Skype into well, whatever he happens <laughs> he, he, to be doing. Yeah, at he the does. Time. He does sound a little bit upset that they finally found him. Like, oh look, it's Chewbacca's oh, family. Okay, they fucking figured out. They got my number. I gotta talk to Leia about this shit because it's not supposed to. And then fucking all the Wookies start growling at the same time, making for the worst moment in TV history. Yeah, it His... just sounds like fart cakes. <laughs> So Luke's like, whoa, 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 one at a time. He wants to know what's up. So instead of being like, and telling, one at a time telling him, they just hold up a photo of Chewbacca. And he's like, yeah, I fucking know who Chewbacca is. I'm not an idiot. I we forgot to give him a medal, but we know exactly. Yeah, we know he, I smelled him. I know what's up. What's going on? And he's like, it's, they even put ominous music underneath it. He's kind of like, oh, he's not there yet? 
All I can tell you is that they left on schedule. Mark Hamill super fucking game for this stuff. If they're not there yet, they're on their way over. And, like, he's staring dead-eyed into the camera with his fucking... he's got the pixie eyes. So did this... Is this after his accident? Yeah. So is that why he's so made up? Because he wanted to look more like he was in a new hope? It's entirely possible, because that would have happened earlier this year, because it was... No, that would have been because he had the accident right right after they finished filming Star Wars, which which would have been like early seventy seven. This is like a year and a half later. But it's really possible they, have, they were still they were trying to make him look like he was in the original. I'm he guessing he didn't look like Mister B Natural in the first movie though. That's the thing <laughs> where he, kind he of looks he looks like the fucking Primus video for Winona's Big Brown Beaver. <laughs> you can see why they would put a lot of makeup on him because this is the first time you're seeing him as mashed potato faced uh, Mark Hamill <laughs> which if you really go back side to side photo of him in Star Wars and him in the Empire yeah. Strikes Back obviously something happened but yeah it's the fu- regardless his eyes didn't get damaged in the accident there's no reason for like he's got this raccoon makeup with yeah the pixie like his mascara's done he looks like a fucking uh, f- uh my little pony doll mm-hmm. I, but uh, that it's aside though dis- he is he's- super fucking game for this cause he's really like whereas like fucking Carrie Fisher shows up and she's like oh no Chewbacca well the and first Harrison, the first time you see Carrie Fisher is the with Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia and she's just staring like, just uh, fucking dead eyed it's just, like the uh, opening credits for Freaks and Geeks she's just kind of yeah, like waiting to get her photo taken they're like like she's at the DMV she's yeah. like uh huh I'm I got like, the fucking buns you know how Han and Chewbacca are anything could have happened Murder, death, kidnapping. They could have been vaporized. You know, all those horrible things. Hell, they could have just realized what a mess of a family they were going home to and fucking ran for the hills. Yeah, there's better ways to spend life day than going back to Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, come on, Mala. Let's see a little smile. And she's like, I do like it. And she smiles. And Luke's eyes roll back in his head. He starts bleeding from his ears and his eye sockets. And he says, I no longer fear death, for I have seen what lies beyond the endless void of a thousand dead stars. How could there be a life day when we are already dead inside? He then pulls out his blaster, puts it to his temple, says the force can't save us now, and pulls the trigger. And then the credits roll. The end. And just hear one little, like, plaintive bleep from R2 just going, <laughs> What the hell was that? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's, that's, um, this is really Mark Hamill's major contribution to this special. He yeah. shows up a little bit later, but, like, yeah. But he really is like, hey, Lumpy. Hey, Chewy. I mean, he's really, he's selling it as hard as he can. Yeah. Uh, which, considering he's supposed to be the star of this whole franchise, he's, he's, I like the fact that he's not fucking around. He's, you know, he's actually invested a little bit. So Mala um, goes back to her Atari computer and turns it on. And we eventually get a scene at a trading post. Which, which begins... is actually, this is one of the least offensive parts of the whole yeah. thing. It's, it's just slow, but it's... Art Connie, you know, that guy you know from... Bill, what do you know Art Carney from? The Honeymooners, actually. I'm a huge Honeymooners fan. I forgot Art Carney was even alive even long enough to be in this thing. That's the same. Wow. Have you, have you seen a lot of the Honeymooners? Yeah. And, uh, Honeymooners hello, is ball. fucking great. Yeah, I love domestic violence. <laughs> oh, that's true. You know, a franchise where the dad cuts off his son's hand. Domestic Man, violence I all over the place. You know, uh, I love the Honeymooners. 
I love. I even, know Norton. Even, even Back to the Future so when Norton? they're watching the Honeymooners. Yeah, he's Edward Norton. I wait, never is it Edward Norton. <laughs> wait, no, he's not Edward Norton. Wait, 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 Norton. wait. Because it's Ralph Crandon. And wait. I never made that connection that this dude was Norton. Yeah, he's the guy that flappy. In fact, my one of my jokes is it's uh ma 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 ma. Uh, this is a far cry from Art Carney's days as a Captain Video Cadet on the Honeymooners. Because mm. one of my favorite sketches is from Honeymooners is he gets a giant spaceman helmet because he loves watching Captain Video on the TV. Because mm-hmm. he and Ralph Cramden, they go in on a TV because they each only can afford half a TV, so they buy one TV. But then they get in a fight who gets to keep the TV. Mm. And so... Ralph Cranston, he's like, I'm big and fat and I beat my wife, so we're keeping the TV. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to show up at your house with my Captain Video helmet on, and I'm going to watch Captain Helmet and like lose my shit at 3 o'clock in the morning while you're trying to sleep. That's a fucking hilarious. But that was 30 years ago prior to this thing, but yeah. Um, so what Ar- happened? Ar- Ar- walks oh, it is Ed Norton! No, it is okay. Yeah, okay, he yeah. walks in and the room he's and a he's like, worker. ah, an Imperial Trooper. I suppose you want to see my identification? No. I'm off duty. I'm just looking around your shop. Yeah, this is really kind of skeezy, which is great. I wonder if And they meant- never show this this dude's like face when he's talking, so mm-hmm. they uh, this guy obviously probably saw something like that. And they're like, "Okay, we got a W over." I really wonder if they meant this to be Darth Vader cuz like it's it's this imperial guy kind of walking around and it's like Arkhari playing off the fact that this guy's all imposing and shit. But I wonder if they like the thing where they couldn't get like uh, David Prowse back in the costume where they didn't mm. have the Darth Vader. For some reason, they couldn't do Darth Vader. So it's just a random, like, Imperial gunner with, like, his weird gar- garbage can helmet. Yeah. Just kind of walking around, like, and he's like, uh, here, let me show you this. And then he takes five minutes fiddling with some fucking thing before <laughs> handing him a pocket-sized aquarium. Yeah. It's wonderful. You can take it, it anywhere. it goes on for a while. And this he's, like, going through different pocket-sized aquariums. Mm. And the guy's like, I hate fish. This scene is really going places. Really working out well. I mean, it's also the and 70s. he's like, oh, well, so do I. As a matter of fact, I take a drink once in a while. What? That's what I'm afraid because he's just what? I'm, I'm a casual alcoholic. <laughs> um, I I just thought I'd show you what those stupid Wookies buy from me. <laughs> he does call him the stupid. I mean, I know he's playing. He's ingratiating himself to this Imperial guy, but like, still kind of like. And he's like, oh, excuse me, I have a Wall Screen customer. I was about to say he's already shown that like the the Wookies can like can it like. Call in at any time, so they yeah. could be listening, and he's so, just like, that's stupid. So Mala's there, and he's like, don't say a word, Mala. I know exactly why you're calling. Also, anytime you talk, it makes my ears bleed. So please, for the love of all things. Bill! <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep She's going back. <laughs> going back to that. I need a soundboard of that, yeah. Uh, so please, for the, I'd like that you just interrupt my, my line of thought <laughs> with your fucking grapefruit lady. Uh, I would have totally forgot about that if you hadn't brought it up. So it's your fault, man. You forced my hand. So he's like, uh, you're wondering when that shaggy carpet you ordered will arrive home. Yeah. Like, Which, that be how the fuck would some random shop owner know what's going on with Han and Chewie? This Why is, is he calling this guy? fucked up to be saying this to... I mean, I know he's just talking about Chewbacca, but he's also talking to a Wookiee, and he's talking about the shaggy carpet. Yeah. It's like... It's a little racist, man. Come on. Well, Princess Leia did call him the walking carpet. That's true, too. Get like, this walking little, carpet out of my way. More like, I think 30 years after this, they would be like, oh my god, I, I, feel, I feel so bad I called you walking carpet. <laughs> I didn't realize my privilege, it wasn't checked. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Alright, shut up. So he says, <laughs> let me assure you, it's on the way. You know, it was made especially for you by a little old woman four planets away. As a matter of fact, you might say she did it by Han. Solo. Wow. Let's take a moment to pause and really take that joke in. 
that was probably the very first joke ever written at the front of a shitty Star Wars joke book. Uh-huh. She did it by Han. Solo. Bravo, writers. Bravo. This is... When this scene happened, I was sitting at my kitchen table watching this, and my headphones on, and my wife was working across the table from me. I put my head in my hands, and I started silently laughing, just kind of shaking, because it was so terrible. And she thought I was crying, and I wasn't crying, but inside, I was weeping. Questioning the nature of, it's of so God bad. and your relationship to the universe. It's so bad. It's such a bad joke. I mean, we were we were joking because we just recorded the episode about a Muppet Family Christmas, and we were talking about the terrible jokes in there, the Fozzie-style jokes. But again, they're funny because of the genial nature of the Muppets. This, it's that same kind of shitty grandpa jokes. But without, like, the genial nature of the Muppets mm-hmm. to back it up, it's just cold and empty, Oof. and you wish you were dead. Uh, but and yeah, like, I guess I... he's just trying to speak. I guess for some reason he has a lead on Han and Chewie, and this is his way of speaking code to Nala to say, hey, Han and Chewie, they're on their way. They're coming, I guess. Yeah. Why couldn't he Can't... just said, your husband's headed home? <laughs> Fucking... Because what the hell would the Imperial <laughs> Commander sound like? Husband! <laughs> <laughs> Especially because you're like he's saying the name of this uh, presumably wanted uh, like smuggler that the Imperials are looking for. Like, yeah, it makes more sense to say, "Hey, your husband's on his way." Then Han Solo, yeah. Han. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> fuck, I fucked that up. You know. Yeah. So he walks back over to the, the the trooper and he's like, "Don't like it," and he's like, "It's just a groomer, just a groomer, a groomer, oh, yeah. a groomer." You say. There's a lot more than that. Apparently you haven't read the instructions, the warranty, and the guarantee. And then he just fucking lists a bunch of shit that it does. And it's fucking hilarious. The funniest shit i ever done seen. And he Watch says, his eyeballs. Yeah. Recites all 17 volumes of the Imperial Penal Code. Third yeah. edition. Uh, he says, I use this thing all the time. Really? Well, not all the time. Most of the time. Another great feature is that you can recharge it by plugging it into any laser outlet. Bill, the laser makes it futuristic. I love this. This is kind of like the era of that kind of like science fiction shorthand that Star Wars kind of put an end to, where it's just like calling something like just saying it's it's a laser hairdresser <laughs> equals the future. But yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of shit event, uh, I'll ended pretty take quickly. It. I thought you would. Now, how will you pay for it, or will you offer something for a trade? I said, I'll take it. Well, that's a load off my mind. Oh. It's so evil. That's what the original movies were missing. Various Empire people doing petty theft. It really is. It's like, <laughs> the fucking... The Imperials in this movie, the worst thing they do is steal a groomer, grooming toy, yeah. and then wreck a kid's room. Yep. That is the whole threat that they represent in this, in this special. And he's like, well, I didn't want to embarrass you by offering it as a gift. I don't like being embarrassed myself. I wouldn't want to do something. Yeah, he t- and he starts talking to himself. Fucking comedy gold here, folks. This is what passed for humor like in like fucking 1902. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some straight up footage from the movie of Darth Vader walking up and talking Randomly, about does, how he wants them rebels found. Do they should even explain it? Does it cut like full screen? It's not like someone watching a view screen. No, like, it's just, it's just, just randomly Vader just walking. Dropped in. Yeah. Talking okay, about yeah. how he wants those rebels found. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then an obvious commercial break. And Which it is kind of funny on the Refracts version actually seeing the actual commercials yeah. and stuff. You know, so then Mala puts You know what? The funny thing is, there's only like two like 20 second commercials. Like now it's so used to there being two or three minutes worth of commercials before this. Now, like watching the uh, the Refracts version of this, like 
there's like almost no commercials in it. Like they'll go for a whole half hour before they show two commercials, and then it's just right back. It's like really impressed. Like oh man, mm. missed 1978. Uh, so Mala puts a disc in her TV, and fucking Harvey Korman pops out dressed like a. F- oh, this is one of the fuck, moments like where a, I was like, oh my god, I like forgot. a failed Monster Factory create a character from the McElroy brothers. He's done up like. Do you ever see the movie Heartbeeps? No. It's about it's it's a who it's like Andy Kaufman. And uh, the jerk, not the jerk, not the main guy from the jerk, but Bernadette Peters. They're dressed like they're human, like they're supposed to be playing robots, but instead of like putting them in robot costumes, they put like kind of like it's almost like the makeup from that uh, Big Brown Beaver commercial you were talking mm. about, the, the video, yeah. the Primus, Primus video, except with bronzer and stuff to kind of make them look like like more metallic. That's what Harvey Corman looks like, and he's got this big. He kind of looks like he's dressed like Mom from Futurama. Yeah. Because he's got this yeah. big beehive wig and, like, a hoop skirt and, like, big frilly dress. And, oh, this is, I remember seeing this as, this excerpt as a kid and just being like, the fuck does this have to do with Star Wars? <laughs> he, oh, my God. Well, he, it's, it's, it's terrible. connected because he's cooking Bantha Surprise. Bantha. And, it's and just, did he just eat raw Bantha meat? He ate raw Bantha meat. And like, I that kinda, don't seem healthy. He, he seems to be suggesting that the, even the name of the the fact that it's called Bantha Surprise is supposed to be some kind of a big joke. And where are you going to get Bantha meat on a Wookiee planet? <sighs> That's a good point. Because, yeah. Why? Well, Bantha's... I mean, there's a Bantha toy later that gets his head ripped off by the Imperials, yeah. too. They're from exactly. Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. You'd think they'd be a little bit like, you know, unless, like, Banthas are just like the horses of the galaxy and just Banthas are everywhere. And we but, cut like... back and forth watching Harvey Corman do it. Oh, and Mala and it's do just it. the most believable. And is, is the fact that he's eating ingredients before he puts them in the joke here? Because he makes a big, he makes some quote unquote a big meal out of the fact that he's just tasting everything before he puts it in it and eating a lot of it too. And what is it? Uh, once again, what, it's not. What does this funny. have to do it's with like, Life Day or or the holidays? I guess this is. I don't know if it's supposed to be like Broadvillian humor, if they're just it's really not. lazy or combination of both. Because it's just it's it's just kind of it's just busy work, but it's not funny. It's just and like they're killing. Uh, with, they're and again he like again like is this supposed to be funny yeah because he can, he can do he does this and he like gets a little frantic minutes. and his wig starts to get disheveled yeah and then uh oh god a third hand comes out tad beating oh, oh. comedy gold I fucking oh. hate harvey harvey stir, whip stir, whip 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 stir, beat well i mean I, it wasn't what to watching this the second time i didn't realize the joke is supposed to be that because he's got four arms he could do this all much faster than 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 nala can mm. and so nala's all like she's I do like the fact That's that, like, he's got Oof. a big, shiny... The uh, Harvey Corman's got a big, shiny, like, futuristic, uh, like, cooking pot. And yeah. he's got, like, relatively futuristic clean Mala's utensils Mala's got a basin. Mala's got, like, a fucking... A Wash fucking bedpan that yeah. she's practically <laughs> cooking. And I do like... It's just a big, battered metal bucket. And he's um, about to sneeze, but a fourth arm comes out and stops it. Oh. And then he uses the fourth arm to taste the soup. And my sides are in orbit. I can't contain myself. And there's a point where the fourth arm totally misses his mouth with the ladle I did and see puts that. it under his nose. <laughs> really, guys? You don't want to take a second shot of that? That's the best you could get? Again, you really get the feeling that half of this Just don't give a fuck. Was shot rehearsed. one day, yeah. It, 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 like, misses, you think Harvey Corbin wanted to be in that dressing room and he like, had to be? <laughs> he does, yeah, but it is funny to see him like get smacked in the nose by the ladle. And he's like, ah, but yeah. And oh, mercifully, man. Mala turns it off and puts her soup somewhere. Yeah, she just well, she's not even cooked the the bantha loin that she's put in there. It's just like a big raw hunk of meat, presumably some herbs, and a bucket that she shoves in a corner and is never addressed yeah. again. So then yeah. Han and Chewie are getting attacked by stock footage from the original movie. <laughs> again, yeah. 
they came out of hyperspace into an imperial convoy. And, oh, Bill, they're, the, the guns are being shot, but they're not sitting in the guns shooting the guns. But it's the guns. You have to sit in to shoot. Han does mention that the auto guns have gone offline mm. and that he has to go back to the aft cannon and man them manually. Mm. Which does make sense because... Um, there are two big main cannons on the Falcon, and but there's only two people, and you need someone piloting it. So it makes sense that at least one of those guns could be uh, auto auto manipulated. I'm just saying. This yeah. does enter into the can into the canon the idea of auto firing turrets on yeah, the Millennium okay. Falcon, but so but Ma- yeah, it's yeah. So Mal is looking at the dumb photo again when an alarm goes off, and her and Inchi fucking run full bore into the other room, even though Itchy could barely walk with a cane a couple minutes ago. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, and there's a dude pops up on screen. Due to suspected rebel activity on the Ga- Gazook planet. Which I guess is an early version of, because it's supposed yeah. to be Kashyyyk, but Kazook no, sounds like... Gazook uh, sounds so much better for Wookiees. Is that the critter who showed up on the Flintstones to, like, fuck uh, with people? Was that the great Gazook? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the little, like, uh, like um, the Mr. Mizzleplick kind of yeah. like, character. Yeah. Like a little Martian. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Emperor has declared martial law. No ships landing or taking off until further notice. Did they say, is that, oh yeah, it is just martial law for Kazook, yeah. though, not across the, the, the galaxy. Oh anymore. no, they look at the photo of Chewie and they're all sad. No, what could happen? And then there's a knock at the door. Tensions are high, but don't worry, it's just more comedy gold with art. Arcani has somehow teleported to their front door from whatever fucking outpost he was on before. He's like, no, I guess he's on the because he says the Wookiee. So he's, yeah. he's on the planet. Yeah. Okay, yeah. How are all my favorite Wookies today? Why all the long hairy faces? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I made it through the Imperial Patrol, didn't I? If I made it, Chewie and Han will. Yes, because he's an idiot. Uh, Lumpy makes horrible garbage noises at him. Uh, he gives Lumpy a gift, and Lumpy runs off. And he's probably inside like, oh, thank God. Uh, he gives Maul a gift, but first she has to kiss him on the cheek. Because reasons. Because she's so attractive that he wants to <laughs> steal a kiss. Lumpy no. opens his gift and is basically a bunch of fucking parts for some bullshit that he has to put together <laughs> Is himself. that for like, is it suggested that's like part of the radio that he ends up yeah. putting together later, I guess, in yeah. retrospect? Yeah. And, uh, he goes down, he goes over to Itchy and he's like, here, Itchy, I got you this. It's one of those... Well, it's kind of... Well, it's hard to explain. Wow. If you know what I mean. It's a proton... Here, you old perv! It's a proton pack, which makes no sense. It's a proton pack for... I had to double-check this to make this sure this is what he calls it. The Mind Evaporator. (laughs) The Mind Evaporator! Yeah. I was like, but they really... What? And so... Here, you old perv. Here's some porn for your nightmare face. Exactly, yeah. Happy Life Day. I do mean Happy Life Day. Oh my god. And then there's a bunch of fucking bizarre swimmers in front of a kaleidoscope. Oh yeah, well no, this, this is the thing, so Lumpy goes over to the Mind Evaporator, and it's essentially a hairdressing machine <laughs> yeah. that he puts over his head, and... Doesn't even cover his eyes. <laughs> the fucking prop doesn't even cover his fucking eyes. Which is weird, because... <laughs> This they, they essentially had the same machine in THX 1138, mm-hmm. another George That's, Lucas yeah, thing, where that, yeah. that was specifically like I said, for watching George porn. Lucas has a hologram fucking He's porn He's nothing fetish. if not consistent, yeah. And so these are the sounds that we hear coming out of the mind evaporator. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh, it's <laughs> Diane Carroll, and she says, I know you're searching for me. Searching. Searching. I'm here. 
My choice is for you alone. I am found in your eyes and only exist for you alone. I am in your mind as you create me. This goes Oh, off. yes. I can feel my creation. I'm getting your messages. Are you getting mine? I have to give And then she's like, Ugh, and I'm like, oh. They, they cut back to Lumpy, right? Or Itchy. Yeah. He is like reacting yeah. to Yeah, us. he's like, oh my God. Because, like, you know what? I think I was busy taking notes, so I didn't catch that. But I remember the first time I had ever seen this. Mike Russell, of all people, sh- like, found this clip and showed it to me. And <laughs> we were dying because, yeah, it's it's the cut, the reaction cuts of Lumpy she goes, being all, oh. Ah! Oh, we are excited, aren't we? Is she saying it? Oh, yeah, just... she's saying it. Oh man, like, well, I really just blocked relax. this out of my head. Just relax. I just watched this last night too, twice. Yes, a little more. Now we can have a good time, can't we? I'll tell you a secret. I find you adorable, and then he hits repeat. I find you adorable. Repeat, adorable. Repeat, adorable. Is it she getting off in the middle of the fucking living room? On life day, no less. His son's daughter's right there in the fucking kitchen. His grandson's upstairs. And he's just sitting in a chair being like... Yeah, he should have taken the uh, bantholoin and just used it as a cock sleeve while he's watching this. In fact, that's actually probably... A cutscene is probably him fucking that pot. <laughs> well, no one's... And that, that's the fucking love oh. has to toss it out because she's like... Oh no, Itchy did it again. No, that's the, the secret soup. You know that that Well, that's that, the Bantha surprise. Well, I was gonna say that Bantha <laughs> the fucking the stuffy cream filling no, on the inside of that the, loin. The stuffed Bantha up in Lumpy's oh, room. No! It's hairy enough. <laughs> oh, it really is. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, the one that went too no. far. Itchy fucked a Bantha. <laughs> Oh, that'd have been great if the Imperial agent ripped its head off and just all this fucking, wo- <laughs> fucking moldy no. Wookiee spooch just rocked it out of like a pop zit. Oh, we're gross. Oh, man. What a way to take out the Imperials. Uh, oh, man. So it's still better than, and then than she, the Ewoks at the end of Return Now of Jedi. she's going to sing. And oh. she gets off, so Itchy gets off to human singing This goes him? on for a long time, I guess though, because like, her needs. song number is like... like at, well, she sings it's about, about like, like five minutes. Well, she sings song, about yeah. it's forever and then this minute now and this minute now, and oh, I can just, I can just imagine. It's really slow paced musical number too. Yeah. It's like really like well, they got all the hypnotic effects. The song is slow and it feels like time is passing forever. It yes. really is a moment in time being yeah. stretched. That that's that's one of the jokes they do make on the Rift tracks thing. Is they talk about it. it's a moment in time being stretched forever. <laughs> This, this music video, and it really does feel like it. To the point is, the moment after it ended, my note was, oh god, there's still a fucking hour of this fucking thing left. <laughs> I, uh, I feel so many I was times. convinced there was at least the halfway point, because yeah. this thing's almost two hours long. No, mm. this is this is only like the first half hour. I could just imagine some kid in 1978 <sighs> Bing. sitting on his living room floor, dressed as Luke Skywalker, watching this while crying into a shag carpet, while the hopes of for the greatest holiday special of all time. Might be like the Star Wars sequel, but right on TV. in front of his eyes. And this is just, oh my, yeah, it's like they're <laughs> trying to kill children. This is the TV ver. This is the real life equivalent of the Silver Shamrock commercial from Halloween Three that they're trying to kill as many kids with boredom it as is, possible. It is very impressive. This did not kill Star Wars. I mean, the full funny thing because the only reason this exists is George Lucas wanted to kind of keep Star Wars in the public eye for another holiday season before they could get Empire Strikes Back done. And yeah, this is really the fact that this is all Star Wars anyone had between that the three years between that first movie and the second. 
that shows you how good Empire Strikes Back was that it like recovered Star Wars from this yeah. fucking mess. So oh then, my God. then we we see C three PO and Leia doing some fucking office work apparently, just sitting in <laughs> front really of a fucking typewriter like, like doing their taxes like or something. Fucking like the office at Home Depot or something like yeah. that, just kind of doing yeah. <laughs> The least uh, sexy futuristic set possible. Leia had C-3O call Mala, so uh, Mala answers the phone, and Carrie Fisher gets up from the desk and drunk stumbles her way around <laughs> it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is not walking right at all as she goes around that desk. She's like... <laughs> fair, who, knows, who knows how easy it is walking with Princess Leia boots, but yeah. And man, High heels and that big fluey skirt and... Oh, she's not wearing anything under that skirt either. Oh, man, there's... there's certain scenes where you're like, man, she is just, she was like, fuck bras, man. I am not wearing there's... them in this. We'll, we'll get to that at the very end. There's one <laughs> shot that like, it's yeah. like a, this drunken fucked up shot. It's like, because <laughs> I don't notice that stuff that much, but there's one of the few things I was like, what the fuck is going on? But yeah. Um... Uh, so, uh, she's like, happy life day, Mala. And then. Mala roars at her, and C three PO is like, "She says it may be happy for you, but it's not for her." So C three O three PO is translating for Leia. Why can everybody understand the Wookies but Leia? Mm-hmm. Could she not be bothered? Is she too high, too drunk? Yeah, she's too. Um, all of them. She's too frou frou. She's too. too she's a princess. Drunk? She's never had to bother to learn how to speak to like R two or Chewie, and she only had to learn basic high galactic. Yes. Where, what Le- are, oh no, it's basic. In Star Wars, mm. she can't speak. Uh, but Leia doesn't want to clog up the channel and just send Honor Chewie to the screen. Bitch, she can understand you. She's looking right at you. She understands apparently basic. That's the weird thing. Is does Linda... she understand P- C plus plus as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, That's a code joke. She talks in Maya. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is kind of weird how no one like well, it seems really random who can understand uh, Wookies, but uh, Wookies should be able to understand anybody. It's yeah. the same thing with the with the, with, with like R two D two, but yeah. But um, there's been no contact with those fools. Oh no, what got happened? They're still and missing. She's like, oh, Mala, are you stock footage. are you alone? Uh, oh, this is really weird because it is like yeah. And then Ma's like, nope, got this chode right here with me. I got the stranger. Like, For this like, hottest comedy in the galaxy. Which is funny, because Leia's on the super secret call. Like She's the speaking on behalf of the Rebellion. It's supposed to be secret secret. And she's like, do you have anyone else there? Put them on. Yeah. I want to talk to whoever's here hanging out with there. Has no idea. And, this, like, and she's this... like, I know I can count on you to keep an eye on our friends until their leader returns. Yeah. Not father. Or husband, their leader. <laughs> I wonder if she like misdid the line and they couldn't bother I again can, for a second. I take, know I can like... trust you, complete stranger that I've never seen before, and yeah! in making wild assumptions about. Ugh, I can see you're in good hands. Can you, Leia? You are fucking high. <laughs> uh, she was just she just got done doing a little pile of fucking, spice. Fucking, they get off the phone, and Art Carney goes, "Do I smell some of those famous Wookie Ookies?" Do you mean Wookie cookies? The most obvious joke and the right one to make? Not Wookie ookies, you douchebag. Wookie cookies. I had to rewind it to make sure. Like again, I don't know if that's a flubbed line. And again, they didn't never bother to do a second take for any of this shit. Cause, like, just, what the fuck's a Wookie ookie? Did he make that it's up? It's just himself? a typo in the script. They forgot to put the C on it or something. Wookie cookies were thing they came out with the Star Wars cookbook. One of the chief things was Wookie cookies. It was a known thing. Then it makes sense and because it's right. It is because it's a Wookie. What's a fucking Wookie? 
Wookie, Wookie. That sounds like a that sounds like a mistake when a Wookie has an unexpected bowel movement and goes <laughs> boom boom in his pants that he doesn't wear. And you're like, oh, oh somebody man. made a Wookie, Wookie. I get. I wonder if it actually was written as, as Cookie, and maybe he thought it was funnier just to call it Wookie, Wookie, just because. Oh. Oh. Hey guys, I'm the professional consummate uh, comedian here. I'm gonna let you know a funnier sound is always funnier than an actual joke that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm just gonna look at ah, it's 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 a Wookie, Wookie. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. So Han and Chewie gotta land on the north side of the planet. It's a bit of a walk, but they'll do it. Oh uh, like Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not not like the city or the continent, but like north yeah. uh, the total wrong end of the planet. Yeah. Uh so they all hear the ship a ship fly over the top of their house and they all get excited and rush to the door, but oh no. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's stormtroopers. Two stormtroopers. What a twist. What gonna happen next? Uh an ad break. Yeah, really. And the ad for Speak and Spell. And the, the GM Unions of America. Yeah. Oh, Fight the Frizzies. Bell 5. <laughs> what the what? It's the Speak and Spell. What? Bell 6. S I V A. Well, that's alarming. <laughs> you know, that's great. If you ever get pulled over. And, and, like, you're about to get a ticket, you can speak like that and tell the cop that you've got a condition and he'll feel bad for you. Just like, okay, just, I don't know what you said, sir, but, like, go on your way. That's fucked up, man. Uh, so they walk around silently for a while. These stormtroopers. Yeah, it's just a bunch of... For a long while. Nothing <sighs> happens. And then this guy, who obviously has been dying to play a Nazi... And it does a very bad job Dude's of it. Dude's got, like, a little scar on his face. I'm not quite sure if that's makeup or a real thing, but, like, yeah, he's... Yeah. But there's a lot... They kill a lot of time just with Art Carney just kind of, like, fucking around yeah. with the Imperials showing it's like, up. This home is occupied by four Wookiees. Two adult males, one female, and one juvenile. Where's the other adult male? It's just fucking out buying life day shit. It's not that hard of a lie he to say. He showed up on Christmas Eve, man. It, not everyone's going to be home. Yeah, exactly. And our carney's like, maybe I could be of some help. Who are you and what are you doing in this Wookiee house? This goes on for a while, I'm a too. traitor. You see, she had a fight with her husband and he just stormed out of the house. Your identification? What? I said your identification. And this guy, like, his whole thing is he, he snaps his orders, but he fucking can't snap. It's It's like... I Again, can't even make a bad enough, bad like snap sound like this guy does. They could have done a second take, but like he like I either like this guy they, doesn't they never even to... asked him if he knows how to snap his fingers or yeah. what. They just did that one take, fucked up. Oh, whatever, close enough. Don't add, get... don't add a snap sound effect later. Nah, There's just go with what the just... microphone picked well, up. He's got like leather gloves on. He really Not can't all snap the time. Your he takes them off and puts them in his oh, belt. He does? Okay, yeah. say because you can't snap your finger. Wow. But yeah, but this goes. This kills like fifteen minutes. Of just well, yeah, like, he's like author. You may have noticed that little leather case I put my identification card in. I whipped that up myself. That's a pretty fast-selling little item. Uh, uh. Well, you know, some people would like to keep things neat and clean, and that's why I blah blah. And he fucking just rambles. And I don't know if the writers were like, just do something funny. Yeah. And this is what he came up with, or if the do writers are, yeah. or if the writers. Did you see how many writers are credited on this? There's a couple of them. Five. Uh, Five fucking writers made this Bruce mess. Bruce Blanche, who's a famous comedy writer. Uh, I guess he... It's mostly Carol Burnett writers. Oof. They were part, put in charge of the show. I guess the, the producers were worked on the you Carol Burnett show. You think they would have known Hence how to Harvey write Corman. for fucking Harvey Corman, then? <sighs> well, I mean, if you ever seen the Harvey Carol Burnett show, it's necessarily a hell of a lot better than this stuff. At least some of it is. Oh, come on. It gave us that great dwarf on golf. 
Oh man, where's why isn't Tim Conway in this? This is like uh, like Forget I wonder if Tim Conway passed and like Art Carney wasn't doing any of that. Uh, have you or, like ever, he, he had some gambling bills he had to pay off? Dorf on golf or any of those? I've seen the commercials. I, I That's never, what I always saw. I saw the commercials. I, and I, I was never like, sent away for the tapes. Looks like the dumbest shit ever. Because it's oh, I'm a fuck. I'm standing I'm on my knees. Isn't it hilarious? It I'm would short. Be funny when he would fall backwards and then rise back up. As as a when I was ten and I saw that commercial, I cracked up. But yeah, oh, he was um, he was the uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy of his time. Yeah, a little bit less class weird shit going on. And there. And that one blooper from the Carol Burnett jo- show where he talks about the elephant. Oh, what's that? Hey, there's a really like back when bloopers and practical jokes were the thing. Oh yeah, and they'd always show a clip. There was always blooper clips from the Carol Burnett seen show. This before then, but I he talks about, about how the various elephants. You know, I like Tim Conway's can be kid. like <laughs> make the sounds, but one guy he just had a little trunk and he just made the sound snarf, and everybody laughs. And That's it's hilarious. It. Yeah. That's not even a blooper. Then it's just him telling a joke. Well, yeah, but it was uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, it speaks well about the special that we're talking about. Tim Conway jokes from a uh, fucking. So oh, one of the troopers goes over and is like, hey, little guy, where's your daddy? And the uh, trooper's about to hit him. And then Maul steps in and is like, Bleh. I'll slap the shit out of him, yeah. It fucking... <sighs> He's like, these things have no respect for authority. And then Arcani steps in and says a bunch of bullshit. Uh, they and- do pull a gun out. Yeah. They're about to start shooting. And I do like uh, Arcani does wedge himself between the Imperial and and the Wookiees, just trying to like yeah, defuse the situation. So he they're like, Your identification is in order. You may go now. And he's like, I got a few things I gotta finish up. Wookie food isn't the greatest, but I'm sure I can whip something up for you guys. Mala, would you come in the kitchen to help me? And she's like Bleh. And he goes, Mala, would you come in the kitchen to help me? <laughs> Uh, and for some reason, Mala goes towards the kitchen. She grabs whatever the hell that thing is that Art Carney gave her, mm-hmm. and the, the trooper grabs it from her, and she's like, Eah. and the merchant grabs it from him and says, it's a delicate thing, and he shouldn't jostle it. High-stakes drama happening in the Wookiee house. Are they house. fighting? Is, is it the Sega 3D hologram time yeah. traveler cabinet that they're fighting yeah. about? Yeah, okay, yeah. And then he has to turn it on, and spends fucking 20 minutes just touching it and flicking and... Bibbing and bobbing it, with it. It really feels like they didn't realize how short that script and was going to be. And then he claps to smash a bug and steps on it. And the fucking stormtrooper stands up and is like, would you get on with it? Echoing everything that everybody in the audience is feeling. It's inexplicable. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, the content of the special is bad enough, but, like, the killing of time mm-hmm. just to get to the next bit is just, you're watching it just going, how is this ever actually put on TV? How did they not cut, like, a half hour out of this? Because even if you just cut it down to a half hour, at least it would still be terrible, but at least would move at a snappy clip. This is just interminable, just dead air between jokes yeah. and, and get... It's just... It's, so there, it's, it's, it's nuts. So R. Carney turns on a hologram of Jefferson Starship, and oh no, why is he singing into a dildo? Oh, yeah. What is happening? Yeah, you I, saw that I image I posted. Out hard. I yeah. You saw that image I posted on Twitter, Did right? Is it as a glowing dildo? Well, yeah, later glows, but it starts with a silhouette of him. Oh, oh, that's right. You did post that. Of I forgot him about that. Yeah. Singing into a dick. I think the moment this this I think I started writing notes and just like I think I was checking my Twitter account. It was it was one of those things. First masturbating hey, Wookiees, you know this now going for 20 dildos. minutes. Yeah, this is like a five-minute musical interlude of people playing purple instruments. Going yeah, purple instruments. I do love how this really does look like because Sega really did have like a 3D holographic arcade cabinet in the 80s, and this totally looks like that because it was like a little black. Yeah, we spent like, five minutes. Thing. We spent five minutes on Jefferson Starship singing a song when we could have spent that five minutes watching old comedians not be funny. That's true. 
Oh man. So that that's finishes. the best band again. I th- <laughs> also just like it's one of the things like half the personnel in a Death Star are probably just watching miniature holographic performances of like Super Tramp or Grand Funk Railroad yeah. when no one was watching because this guy really he gets sucked in. He to really this does. Shit. He's like tapping his finger on it. Yeah, shit. he's all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they keep cutting back to him watching it. Yeah. Why? And it's funny to think this is how Arcardi diffuses the situation to keep the Imperials from murdering this innocent family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like by like showing him like, oh, I I, I got some crappy seventies so- uh, rock and holographic <laughs> form for you. So that yeah. finishes, and the the leader trooper is like, your work is finished here. You will now leave. And he's like, well, I've got I've done all I can do. You guys keep it to go to work. So he leaves, and then they're like, finish the search of the house. We have our. Other residents to do today. Does he actually manage to snap his fingers? Pro- no. Okay. Uh, well, maybe if you have other residents to do today, your fucking officer shouldn't be sitting there watching a fucking music video for Jefferson Starship. Well, hey, what is the? What are the rest of the Imperials doing when the one guy is not just standing he's not there? Even the commanding officer or the stormtrooper? They're like poking around. Like they're searching the house and they like walk up and poke things. They literally like poke shit. That's not how you search a house. It's one thing, even because they never really suggest that they think. Their father. They don't. They don't seem to know that Chewbacca is like the hero. Of the no, there's just no one. Just, they just kind of show up just to be like, yeah, where's the Wookiee? There's supposed to be another Wookiee. Yeah. yeah just like yeah. Lumpy gets umpity, tempers flare. Yeah. And the guy's like, we don't want to hurt anybody. There's a great fleeting but moment when where you my think someone might get angry, shot. Yeah. I can't always oh. control them. Yeah. Man, fuck this. <laughs> you c- fucking Wookies, really? Are you fucking. They'll rip your arms off if they lose chest to you, and you're threatening a mama Wookiee's child, and she's not going to do shit. It is disappointing. There should be fucking Stormtrooper body parts all over this place when Han and Chewie finally get back. They have pacified Wookiees so much in this. It's only two Stormtroopers. I can see if they showed up with, like, ten of them. And, like, maybe, like, you, there's really a chance that, like, that whole uh, family might get massacred. But, like, two storm Exactly! There's no reason why Nala just can't grab both Stormtroopers. She's a fucking mama hands. And then punch that a, a horse straight through that officer's chest. Yeah. And then twist off the head of the guy watching the fucking Journey video. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's like a mama Wookiee should be like she just doesn't have a sign hanging around her neck saying "Don't fuck with my family." Again, imagine being a kid watching this like in nineteen of and you're like, really, this is. I mean, I know Lumpy this... is her child, so it's kind of like, ugh. But at the same time. She's still gonna protect her you shit. Think even Itchy would be able to fuck people up. Yeah, he's got that fucking barracuda mouth. Yeah, just like fucking... how old is Itchy supposed to be? Because Wookiees well, live for a long supposed time. To be a couple. He's like supposed to be at least two hundred years old. Yeah. So yeah, Itchy's got to be like, well, like Yoda age, maybe like eight hundred years old. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, he's he's like, they really present him as an elderly Wookiee. Which must yeah. be a pretty goddamn old. And now to keep Lumpy busy, he's gonna watch a cartoon about his dad and his best friend. <laughs> I didn't quite because this that. shit already makes no sense, so we might as well throw a freaking cartoon in here. I again, funny that the excuse to show off the Boba Fett is that they need to calm down Chewie's kid, or else the Imperials Imperials are gonna blow the whole family away. And but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> there's one really ballsy Cartoon Network out there willing to show a cartoon about how great the Imperials are and how bad Darth Vader is. Mm. That. <laughs> Chewbacca, that the the son of the star, I guess regularly tunes in to watch his cartoons. <laughs> but yeah, his dad doing all going all these crazy adventures. But yeah. uh, so um, C three PO tells R two D two the talisman, which makes people invisible. That's how 
the, this is like the first line of the cartoon yeah. too. There's no setup. No. It's just our like scene and he's like, just randomly. Even you, which might be an improvement. Oh, sassy bitchy three three PO, <laughs> such an asshole. This cartoon is not good. No, it's just people fucking love this thing. But I always thought it looked really gross and weird with mushy character designs. Like everyone just looks weird. It's like Especially somebody to wanting see... to do uh, Ralph Bashki style, but failing miserably. I saw there was an interview online with somebody talking about how like they were going for like John Gerard the Mobius mm-hmm. look, and in the backgrounds you can kind of see that, but the character, like the actual characters themselves, are just like really grotesque. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the droids or Ewok cartoon that they had like in 1986? A couple years after I might Jedi have came watched out? it, but I don't remember. This was produced by the same studio, so it's nice to see that this studio is consistently just fucking garbage. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, So, Luke, Leia, C-3PO, and Dr. Robotnik get a call from Chewie. Uh, I guess, because there's an old guy in the first Star Wars movie who's, like, uh, the leader of the Rebel Army. Mm -hmm. I guess it's supposed to be the same guy or, like, his brother? Because, yeah, he's got this big red mustache. He looks like the the fat dwarf from the Hobbit movies. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Really does, because he's got, like, the bald head and that the big red hair. Oh, yeah. Uh... So kudos. At least they have the actual actors. They get. They get. Yeah, they get a call from Chewie. Han's hanging upside down in the background, all tied up. And Chewie's piloting Uh, the Falcon. Yeah. And this shit has barely started. I'm already baffled as fuck by it. The cartoon. Well, Chewie's like flying back to the Rebel base, but he's like about to crash into the planet. And the guy, there's weird shot of the 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 general guy is like, "Our forces are you fighting against us?" And his face like zooms into the camera, (laughs) and like this most like what why what are we looking at here? What is this? It's it's very Zelda CDI animation. Very much, yeah. It's it's like someone drew this on like like in an afternoon, like when. They had better shit to be doing. Like, Luke is going to go after them, so it's all okay. And Leia says to take R2. And then C-3PO says that if Han is indisposed, he'll need to be there to translate Wookiee. Can Luke understand Wookiee or not? Because he was earlier, he was talking to Mama just fine. With not, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, and so now Cartoon Luke needs C-3PO to understand? Fucking this makes me more angry than it should. You should not be worried about too much about of all the things that drive you crazy in this special should not be like the continuity of... oh no i forgot about it almost immediately oh but... my god yeah uh so they chase them in a y-wing uh chewy shoots at them for and it's never explained why he would shoot see there says something about it. he's like chewy's not trying well, yeah, to kill he's, them sir, but, he's like, shooting he's... at us and luke says i know but i don't think he means to hit us chewy's a better shot but even once this cartoon is over why would chewy have shot at them because it's already like like Han's been infected by some kind of virus. Yeah, it's never explained why he's was cr- trying to crash the Falcon or why he's shooting at people. It, it's just yeah. because they need shit to happen. Yeah. So they the Falcon crashes onto something. Yeah, it's got acts like jelly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on Jello World. Yeah, yeah. Luke lands on what they call the water planet, but it's not water. It acts more like a fucking. Water baby. Han calls it a, a floating raindrop later, and it's obviously not. It's it's, it's like I guess you couldn't make. I guess it's Star Wars, so you couldn't say it like it's a like a like a jelly bean or a Jello shot. But yeah, it's supposed to be water, but it's not water. It's yeah. Luke pops out to look around, <sighs> and a giant purple Dino-looking motherfucker pops up behind him. It's one of the cooler images of the cartoon. The striking image of Boba Fett on the back, like riding a dinosaur, is cool, kind of cool. Well, Luke shoots it, and the shot just bounces off of it. And it oh, that's air, right, because then, it yeah. roars and eats part of a ship. And the, dinosaur living on this water world. Yeah, like, I don't know if like he's on a piece of land or what the hell's going on, but yeah. I don't know. 
They launch the front of the Y-Wing off. The dinosaur gets shot from off screen. And it's Boba Fett sitting on the back of another dumb dinosaur fucking stupid looking thing. It's fitting that one of the lamest characters shows up in one of the lamest holiday specials of all time. I do not understand why people love Boba Fett so much. And I... He's not that interesting of a character. Even in the actual Star Wars movies. And he's not that interesting here. It's... He gets beaten by a blind man! <laughs> and he's got a jetpack! He could have flown away! Oh, man. Yeah. I'd hate Boba Fett. I... I... He's all design and no substance. I mean, it's cool that he's got a little toys and gadgets and stuff, he, didn't he never even, uses them! He didn't even catch Han. Darth Vader caught Han and was like, here you go, oh, yeah, here's you a can present. Take him. Yeah, Zach. Well, he led the Imperials to Han. But Darth Vader is the one who actually, like, pulled the trigger, essentially. Like, Captain Han, yeah, he just kind of gave Han as a gift to, to, to Boba Fett to take back to Jabba the Fett. But yeah, like, I guess he's kind of cool and threatening because he calls... I like how he tricks Luke into thinking his friend just by calling him, Hey, friend. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's he's, just... he's fucking sitting there and Luke's like, Hey, thanks. And he's like, Are you alone? Oh, that question shouldn't cause anybody any sort of alarm. Exactly, yeah. Luke's like, I've got two droids. We're looking for a <laughs> ship that crash-landed nearby here. And... Is R2 on the Falcon? Oh, no, I guess... No, R2's to... with he Luke. Was, he was on the uh, Y-Wing, yeah. yeah, when the neck popped off, I guess, uh, yeah. So Luke feeds the creature. Boba Fett tells him he's foolish to waste his food on such a low... Lowly creature, yeah. yeah. lowly creature. Yeah. And the, the, but the animation for the creature chewing is probably the best thing in this whole special. Oh, I didn't even notice. It's actually... Just really good, yeah. like, the dinosaur chewing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, eventually, he fo- he tells Luke to follow him, so Luke does. Uh, and C-3PO is like, Do you think it's imprudent to trust him so quickly, sir? When is 3PO the voice of reason in any yeah, of this yeah, shit? Yeah, 3 was not usually, the, like, that intuitive about this stuff. C-3PO is kind of an idiot. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so Luke's like, we don't have a choice. And besides, he seems like a friend. I don't know if it was the way his voice is all sinister, or the way he beats the creature that he's sitting on, but he seems really friendly. I don't even like in the future... Boba Fett doesn't do anything in this cartoon. No, he really doesn't. Well, at least in the movies, he did. What? What? Well, he didn't do anything good in the in the Empire Strikes Back. He fires one shot at Luke, and that's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. In Jedi, he gets hit in the backpack and falls into a hole. Mm-hmm. And even in this cartoon, how did people? It's people like projecting like this potential onto Boba Fett to be a cool character. That now, I guess he uses a jetpack. That's kind of cool. But he never like yeah. fires a gun or anything like that. But yeah. Anyway, but he he says something about how um. There's a... Well, so they follow him, and they get on the Millennium Falcon all of a sudden. Like, there's no transition or anything. They're just on the Falcon. And Chewie... They're like, Chewie, you have the talisman. No, don't destroy it. And Chewie throws it in, like, a garbage compactor. Yeah, just, like, randomly, yeah. Which, why why hadn't he done that yet? And the fact that it makes things invisible has... Bears nothing on no. the plot. It doesn't. Chewie's holding it. Luke gets Chewie's o- completely visible. Yeah. yeah. Luke gets overwhelmed by some kind of glowing yellow light and falls down. He kind of looks like Bum- he melts for yeah. a second. Boba yeah. Fett comes out of nowhere and lassos Chewie, and he's like, "What did he do to Luke?" Uh, and C three PO is like, "He didn't do anything." R two detects contamination. It must have come from the conta- from the Towsis man. Where did this story come from? Also, Again. did C three PO just blink? Why is and it's not if a blink. If I remember correctly, I think he blinks on on the cartoon that followed after oh. this too. It's kind of horrifying. Well, he's also got like a skinny gut, like 
the cartoon like interpretation yeah. of Tomiko is kind of horrifying so, a little bit. R2 um, says it's some kind of sleeping virus that only affects humans. Again, this is the most random shit. All right, Bill. No, oh, no. What is Boba Fett? What do you mean, what is Boba Fett? Well, he's not human because the virus only affects human. Oh, shit, son. I didn't think about that. Although he's got a mask on. Yeah. And maybe his mask, like, filters out to can't. Oh, like, I just figured you'd know what Boba Fett's... Well, it depends I mean, on which canon you're talking about. Well, yeah, I mean, I according mean, to the movies now, he's a fucking clone. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking... Is uh, he a clone or he's a little kid? Well he's, well, he's not. He was a clone that used to be a little kid, then he grew up. Oh. He became Boba Fett. I thought that was just his son. Uh, they, I, no, 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 no. What happened? Th- that's one of the weird things about Jango Fett. Because Jango Fett, for payment, for let, like letting Count Dooku make clones of him, he says, I don't want a son. You could probably make me a son. Combine my DNA with someone else. I want a tiny clone of myself I want to raise. <laughs> which is really... <laughs> Really I want somebody to play just... video games with. I'm bored. <laughs> I got a PlayStation on the Slave One. I got no. I got a second controller, but no one to use it with. So can you just make me a person? Make my. It really is a mini me plan. It's great, but yeah, that's. I mean, in the canon now, that's what Boba. Okay. Originally, Boba Fett was supposed to be one of the last of the Imperial. No, the Mandalorian Shock Force troopers, which was this whole planet of mercenaries that the Empire, uh, that the Emperor had hired to wipe out the Jedi, mm. and the Jedi and the Imperial Shock Force troopers wiped each other out. It was never decided whether or not the Shock Force troopers were supposed to be human or not, but okay. that was the original. We're getting great. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, we gotta well, yeah, keep you moving. asked me the question. No, I know, I know, I know. That answer has changed. But, uh, yeah. So, oh, so although actually they're talking about making Boba Fett movie, the idea for the Boba Fett movie would no longer Boba Fett would no longer it would change. He no longer is. suck. He would. <laughs> Lawrence Kasdan, the guy who wrote the Empire Strikes Back, his idea for the Boba Fett movie, which they were working on for a while, was it would be Boba Fett as we saw in the the prequel movies, mm-hmm. kind of showing up and doing something, and he gets flat out fucking murdered by another random dude who steals his outfit and takes on uh, the Boba Fett persona. I was gonna say so because, the guy we see in the movies is not Fett's the Boba Fett we saw in the prequels. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Boba so, Fett's nothing. So, Fuck so Boba Chewbacca Fett. Chewbacca picks Luke up and they go walking by a door with some of the fucking Scooby Doo worst <laughs> walking animation cycles I ever done. Yeah. Seen. Well, you know what? It's wow. funny because they didn't come up with the idea to do this special until like six months before it aired. So these poor bastards had to create a nine minute cartoon in like just a couple months, which, like. This is more elaborate than like a Looney Tunes cartoon because you got all these characters and stuff. It's actually I can kind of see why it's pretty janky, but yeah. it's actually kind of impressive how quickly they so, put all the shit together. So C three PO says that Chewbacca says the only way to keep them alive is to let the blood <laughs> rush to their heads. What? What? Excuse me? The fuck am I watching? The don't... fuck thought that it was a good enough story to be animated? <laughs> so how? Bill, how did a fanfiction.net story get made into a cartoon before the internet even Someone existed? Someone fell in love with the idea of what if we what if we have a cartoon that just starts with like Chewbacca flying the Falcon and you see Han Solo tied up and upside down behind him. We ha- whatever we have to do to justify that image, we're gonna do. So, but yeah, now that they have to tie up uh, Luke and tie him up next to, uh, yeah, no, it makes so, no fucking sense. And this talisman, also, yeah, is, is it's radioactive, gone. makes things invisible. Does this? Does that? Yeah. So, but, but, but Fett, it's gone. Fett's like it's a sleeping virus, and the cure is in the city. I'll go get it for you. Chewie wants to go with him, so he does. They head to the city, but they have to scale a super deadly wall. 
Which, that's a little bit of animation there, too, yeah. Seems like there should have been a road or something you could have used. Does Boba Fett not have his ship at this point? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. He just got and a dinosaur he rides. Yeah! <laughs> Fucking get on his neck and he can crane yeah. you up onto the plateau and then, boom, you're there. Um... Uh, so, uh, so uh, they're also this... some not quite Star Wars music that sounds like it was farted through a bassoon is playing <laughs> this entire scene. Uh, uh, it is kind of impressive. There's like one or two, like an established shot or two of the city, which kind of makes it kind of bustling. Yeah. This is the first time in Star Wars canonically we've seen like, oh, it's like an actual city. It's not just like a fucking, you know, piece of desert Tatooine bullshit. Uh, so Fett tells Chewie to stay while he goes and gets the serum and says, Luke trusted me, so you can too. We can sure are pushovers in this show. Because really I feel are, like yeah. Chewie would have been like, fuck you, I'm coming with you. Uh, well, especially later, like everyone's like like congratulating Chewie for the only one to figure out that Boba Fett's bullshit, but he does back down pretty even yeah. when he's b- alone with uh with Boba Fett. And there's a weird scene where Boba Fett finds a store that's actually selling the sleeping antidote, it seems. Mm-hmm. But then like right next to it is 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 like an AT&T public cell phone. Yeah. Computer well, phone. There's quick star log update. Although Boba Fett quickly located the serum, we had no idea what his real plan was. Who the fuck is this narrator? This guy pops up like three times and we have no fucking idea who he is. No one else. How would they know that he actually located... Who is this storyteller? I like the idea that like, Boba Fett makes up, kind of like, presumably makes up the story about the serum that'll help the the sleeping sickness, but there is actually a store that seems to sell just nothing but serum for the sleeping sickness. For this talisman. This ra- ra- yeah, by this random talisman. It's just... The- but, and, like, they have but- a big ad in the front of their store saying, hey, are- have you been poisoned by an invisible <laughs> talisman? We've got that serum for you. Yeah. And Boba Fett for a moment kind of looks like he's contemplating buying it. And there's like, oh, no, that's why I'm working for Darth Vader. He's going to be calling on that cell phone right next to the store with the serum. So he goes and contacts Vader. Oh, he works like, out the meanest, like, fucking, like, fucking, like, calling card, yeah. too. Like, he has to slide through the machine, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it. It's, it's Verizon. Why it's not? It's an AT&T commercial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've made contact with the Rebels and all the seed proceeding as planned, Lord Vader. And now we see Lumpy's back and he's worried. Oh, well, then, well, like, yeah, well, he, when, he, when it, you know, that, that he's working with Vader, you see, it cuts the, he's, like, he's honk screaming. <laughs> that's, that cuts the, I didn't realize they were going to cut the, like, cartoon in half, and he just starts man, you know what? losing his shit. A sudden cut lumpy when you're not expecting it, I pooped myself. Because, <laughs> like, because at least how sudden, bad. Sudden, unexpected diarrhea. Because you're in the vibe with the cartoon, and suddenly smash cuts, and, like, and the eyes are just, like, super white, and he's honk screaming, it's like, Whoa! Oh so my god. The, the, the trooper's like, what is it now? And I, I, I was going to make a comment about how long it's been since this cartoon started, but it's only been seven minutes. Again, it every... It feels like I've been watching this cartoon for, segment for hours. It feels like you just finished watching, like, Ugh. a fucking, like, Spike and Mike's, Mike's animation <laughs> festival, but no, yeah. The trooper comes over and is like, what is it now? Oh, it's just a silly game. And he leaves again. And we're yeah, back Lumpy, in the cartoon. I guess he gets rid of the show and just puts up like a little fucking shitty tic-tac-toe game up yeah. on the thing real quick just to get rid of the guy. Thank God we had that scene. Uh, <laughs> again, killing time for no reason. So C-3PO's like, hey, I wonder what's up with Chewie and, and Boba Fett and R2-D2. Goes to, to, to pull them up on camera? Because I guess there's cameras that they I didn't even think about up. that. Yeah, and they're still on the Falcon, right? But, yeah, yeah, but instead they pull up a camera with Fett talking to Vader. Oh, yeah, this is the great, because R2's <laughs> able to, like, hack into their conversation, yeah. even though he has no, he should have no idea what's going on and here. And Vader's like, like, I see why they called you 
the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. I don't think that feel like that's something Vader would ever say to anybody. Mm, yeah, you're Vader. the best bounty hunter in this galaxy. He's not much for compliments, that Vader. But no. hey, credited actually is James Earl Jones. Yeah, showing up. He's essentially doing the crusty, the clown showing up for his doll recording session. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, bit here. So, um, uh, hey, 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 Boba go. Fett goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're rolling, crusty. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, anyway. What the? Uh, so Fett goes over to Chewie. I have the serum. We must leave quickly, friend. So Chewie and Fett. So he leave. actually does get but, the serum, yeah. even though he's. But they're chased by some stormtroopers on a, some kind of vehicle chasing them. Oh, uh, I totally. It seems like a up. pretty dumb thing to do. If Vader's using them to find where the rebels are located, to have some stormtroopers chase them and try to kill them. Yeah, just as like. So Boba Fett shoots behind them and misses. But then fucking Chewbacca takes the gun from him and is like, Rawr, and fucking shoots once and blows the whole fucking vehicle that's chasing them up <laughs> with one well-placed shot. They get back and wake up Han and Melty, or they wake up Luke and Melty face Han, who looks like a, who, who's looks face, like someone is trying to make fun of Harrison Ford. <laughs> his face looks like he got caught in a taffy stretcher machine. Because really, because like. He's got his face, but then it stretched so far down. His face is just a bunch of vertical lines <laughs> going straight down. They meet at like like this bucket chin, yeah. So and Nelvana, you're a fucking uh, terrible cartoon studio. Uh, Luke's like Bubba, you're a hero and a faithful friend. You must come back with it. And a C three PO is like, hey yo, R two and I saw some shit. Bubba was talking to Vader like, hey, they're all buddy buddy. And fucking Boba Fett's just like, fuck it, I'm out! And just flies away from inside <laughs> the Falcon. He just takes a step backward, goes, flies out, and he doesn't <laughs> put up a fight! Because he was supposed to be such a badass. Like, why wake a anyone up? Boba Fett. Why didn't he just have... I, I'm presuming his plan would have been to, like, get back to the base and, like, put a tracking signal on himself so the Imperials could... Which, again, makes no sense why the Imperials would suddenly attack right there. But, like, yeah, no, he just... He literally... He poochies. He flies up and out and gone. <laughs> he went back to his home planet. The guy stopped making substance jokes all the time. But, yeah, he's gone. No. That's... That's the end. That's well, it. That's the yeah, end of the conflict. And then, and then Luke's like, he sure fooled the rest of us. Good thing these droids weren't fooled. And the Imperials like... Chewbacca said he didn't trust them. How do you know? He said they ju- he just didn't smell right. Ha ha ha! They all laugh. Yeah, but there's one laugh in there that doesn't fit. It's like I'm thinking what happened was they probably could not get Harrison Ford to do a fake laugh. And so they're like, okay, Harrison, you're almost done. Go ha 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 for five minutes and he's like no get the fuck so someone else recording guy probably had to step in the booth ha 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 ha, ha. yeah yeah and it ends and the falcon flies away yeah and, and lumpy think, loves it you think boba fett would just be like because he's just outside all he's on his jetpack it's not like he could have gone that far would just go oh well i'll just follow where yeah. falcon is going and i'm still tracking them yeah for the for the uh for the empire but yeah that's and lumpy's the- like <laughs> that is the end of the best part of the special <laughs> jesus uh so the Empire yeah, yeah, like is fucking... still there basically throwing shit on the ground just to throw shit on the <laughs> ground. And they even ripped the head off a toy Bantha before being like, all right, let's go. That is a cool toy Bantha. That's yeah. a big ass toy yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, nothing up there. And then they're like, go clean up your room. 
Oh, these guys are so evil. I, that's the worst thing they He's do. He's making this. the kid clean up his room to after he fair, trashed it. That's a real dick move. This trash <laughs> a kid's <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> He's like, he looks at Mala, who's standing next to him, and is like, it'll take him a while. Like, she's going to be like, <laughs> it sure will. Because she, was she going to go masturbate or something? Like, she has, like, some th- reason to want to be distracted from Lumpy oh. or. Yeah, it's. So he goes upstairs and starts cleaning up, yeah. I guess. Lumpy's, well, he puts, like, the severed head of his bantha toy on his bed and, like, pulls a cover over it and be like... Uh, this might seem like a really dark scene if it was in anything decent, but no, here it's just, just, it's like, just yeah. a fart. Uh, oh, good. Now he's going to put that mechanical thing together the merchant brought him. And Oh, good. More funny ha-has from Corman. Oh, because it's a lengthy thing of Corman just, like, explaining. He's going to instruct him how it, to build it. It's just... Acting like how he thinks a robot acts with people scrubbing back and forth the footage oh, of him. Oh, I forgot about that because they freeze it, unfreeze it because he's, like, doing robotic shit. Yeah, it's I so about funny. That. Oh, man. Man, unfunny comedy is the worst of anything. It is just, especially when someone's paid to be in something they obviously don't want to be in. You and can't they make can't even fun of it because it's just, it's not it's just funny. Not, it's not fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh. The Rift Tracks guys did a pretty good job. Yeah, well, they're good. they're professionals. Half the time, they're just talking about their own problems and stuff. Though. And why would you put out a video on how to build something with the person building it malfunctioning? And they also just suggest. So, is Harvey Corman? Is he like? Is, is he like a human robot? Which you've never seen. In yeah, I was going to say, Bill, are there? Not there this androids, like in terms or, of like actual androids, not just like yeah, because in Star Wars there's there's pretty, droids, there's there's droids and there's and humans and there's no there's, there's no yeah, flesh bots. We've never seen yeah. If they did, you know, Itchy would own one and be fucking it all the time. <laughs> they probably he would know straight what? up there rip that thing in half. There was probably an experiment, then Itchy bought one, and the resulting mess was so horrifying they outlawed <laughs> fucking sex androids ever yeah. since. Oh my god. Uh, so, uh, but the the scene of him putting that together really does scream Happy Life Day. It's the most Life Day thing that when ever happened. I think about Life Day. I do think of Harvey Harvey Corman having a fucking Michael J J Fox and so, over and over and over and again. Why are this these troopers still at their house? They're just hanging around. Like I guess a, now they're just waiting for Chewie to get back. Like is a, he supposed to be at the corner store getting cigarettes? I guess like an awkward nerd standing outside the bathroom. They just walk, saw Mark Hamill walk into, so they and can again, attack him as soon as he walks no out. There's no indication that they really think that like they, I mean, they suspect rebel activity, but they don't seem to understand like Chewbacca might be like like this, such a head up like such a big guy with it. They just it's just this you don't know what the hell's going on and there's still a half an hour of this shit show left god yeah that's one of the things after the cartoon I was like okay how much is left now and I'm like oh my god uh, but now they're gonna watch a, a sudden news segment that's all about a cantina I it's guess it's not even a news segment it's a mandatory viewing because the like the fucking Atari <laughs> uh, tuner t- tunes to life suddenly yeah. and it's the Empire saying we have now made a mandatory viewing for this documentary about Tatooine to make us all feel better about our own lives because how shitty everything is on Tatooine. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess and they got to is... have some reason to bring all these cantina masks back before they fall apart. <sighs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, this is the next to last segment of this thing, and, so it's almost oh, over. thank God. Harvey Corman's in this scene, too. We almost went five minutes without seeing his face. 
Uh, now he's got shitty makeup on. Uh, he's got volcano head. At least B. Arthur is in this scene. Please save us, B. B. Arthur's still great. She's just mod. At I least mean, she's, she's putting some effort into this. Now, I, I'm, I'm assuming she didn't even know what Star Wars was because yeah. she's just being B. Arthur. Yeah, she, so she, B. Arthur is one of those characters, or one of those people who never acted. They yeah. were just themselves, and they just had lines to read. But yeah. Yeah. Harvey Corman comes in. She pours him a drink, which he pours into a disturbingly fucked up hole in his head. Yeah, he's all kappa, but kind of, yeah. So he has a crush on her because he's. She said six little words. The stick goes on for a while too. Oh, and we there's. Some, he brought her a flower. We needed some... this scene. <laughs> Why is flowers like his staff? That's like this giant like beanstalk that he puts on the. I forgot. So they actually start the scene too. There's deleted footage from the original Star Wars film mm. where there's a dwarf walking down an alleyway on Tatooine, and there's a guy in stilts walking around, which is actually was filmed yeah. for Star Wars, but they cut out. Uh, the, when people talk about the Star Wars holiday specials, this is the only time we've actually cut out seen some of this footage that people freak out about this stuff. But it's really weird too because when Harvey Corman's first walking in. They're trying to replicate a lot of the little bits and gags from the establishing shots from the original cant- cantina yeah. in the movie. Because you've got, like, a uh, little mouse guy going up to another guy and, like, the conversations and stuff. And, like, But it's somebody who doesn't know how to film anything trying to ape the cantina sequence. And, like, all the little bits of humor and stuff just land- is so much more broad and lands much more flatly. And it's just... Well, and like it's a bad cover yeah. of the Cantina music, like mm-hmm. done on a synthesizer. Like everything about this is just knockoff. Like it's obviously not like a, a built set. Like all the chairs are obviously just like stolen from like CBS cafeteria, and the tables are just like, like just normal like human uh, like Earth little tables. And there's a seventies this... cash register <laughs> behind. It's this... just a flat out just normal seventies this... cash register behind B. Arthur at at the bar. The Star Wars holiday special is to Star Wars. What uh, Turkish Spider Man is to Spider Man. Exactly what it is, but it's, you know, they actually had the official stamp of approval on placed on uh, it. Yeah, it's really. And, like, everyone's got, like, their fake, like, like you got the band, but their gloves look so fake, like, yeah. like Don Post's fucking rubber monster hands, and it's terrible. It's. Ugh. He's hitting on her, it's awful. Oh, yeah, and she says, get... You're calm and sweet and terribly attractive. All she, all she's missing is to tell him she, he's funny too, and she would have lied to him four different ways. Because when you're ten year old, ten years old, and you see, okay, there's gonna be a Star Wars holiday special. There's gonna be a lot of Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. What I want to see is two elderly people trying to fuck. <laughs> Between all the monster mash, especially one with a hole in his head. Exactly. Oh. So oh, she tells man. him to go sit down and stop hitting on her. She gives him another drink by pouring it directly in his head. And then she does it again because the first time was so Goes good. Goes on for again. They're just killing time. Yeah. And he's basically like, yo, I lo- know you're into me because of those six words. And she yells at somebody who's leaving. Come back soon. I'll be waiting. And that's what she said to him. So he gets sad and depressed. And then an alarm goes off. And some Imperial dude pops up on the street and is like, due to subversive actions, we are placing a curfew on Tatooine on all citizens until further notice. She tells the band to take a break, and they're like, Rrr! and she's like, I don't know how long, maybe forever. They kill about ten minutes of her just trying, unsuccessfully trying to force people out of the cantina. And it's just, it's just, she, she's not even trying to turn into a bit. Yeah. It's just. It's just, hey, leave. Yeah. And she, nobody's leaving. Uh, nobody's listening. Just one more round. Nobody's leaving. Even though she wants them to. Because reasons? Because of curfew. Fucking... 
She's acting like the bar is closing forever. Yeah. It's a curfew. And, like, lasers are about to start popping out of the walls and murder everyone if they don't get out, like, that second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what's the Empire going to do? If they walk into this place, every single character there is going to pull out their blasters and shoot the fuck out of the Empire. They could just blow up the place, just drop a bomb on our cantina, but... Yeah. Presumably, this is supposed to be the cantina from Star Wars that she owns, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And now she's going to sing a song about one more round, because that's what this special was missing. B. Arthur singing a remix of the cantina theme about drinking one more <laughs> round. I like they randomly put some of the cantina music over this just to remind you, I guess it's supposed to be kind of Star Wars-y, but and like, yeah. Why is there an awesome-looking giant mouse puppet in this scene? That's totally that not from Star Wars. doesn't belong and is, is obviously in another movie that they totally snuck on set and stole it from, like, Ed Wood stole that octopus. Thing, it's like half a mouse sticking out of the wall, but it's great. It's like a, it's, it's like a giant-sized rat. Yeah. Just, like, uh, supposedly it's supposed to be sitting at one of the tables, but it's obviously just, like, sticking out of the wall. But it looks really... She actually talks to it for a little bit, but that that was pretty goddamn cool. But, yeah, obviously just from some other production that they, they just needed yeah, to fill I, space. Yeah, I saw but, what it was from, but I Because everything else is recognizable. Right You've got, like, Greedos hanging out there. But it looks fucking cool! Um, you got it the totally Wolfman. doesn't fit. <laughs> it's amazing how it's much it kinda, doesn't fit. Like Star Wars comics and stuff, they would make up weird creatures like that because you know, like even with all the characters in Cantina, that's not still not enough alien species to fill out the background of like a scene like this. The uh, large like, white would... rat suit in the Cantina scene was made for the food of the gods what? from 1976. Huh. That is what that was from, because they obviously did not make it for this special. A group of friends travel to a remote Canadian island to hunt, only to be attacked by giant killer animals that have populated the place. I was going to say, what 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 movie is out there where they would require a giant rat puppet like that? Starring Margot Gortner and Pamela Franklin, Ralph Meeker, a bunch of fucking people I've never heard of. But anyway... Uh, 20 more minutes, Bill. 20 more minutes of this shit show. Oh, no, me gusta. Uh, so slowly patrons leave the bar one at a time. Then she danced with testicle mouth walrus face. Which one? And, and, uh, I, oh, yeah. I kind of okay. hate that I know his name is Baba. I kind of, I, I knew part. Well, that was my joke about how, uh, like, they eventually gave all these characters names later. Because, yeah. like, originally, like, the action figure, like, on set it was just Walrus Man. The action figure was called Walrus Man. But later, they, like, wrote three books about like, him and gave him a name. What's his fucking face? Hammerhead. I only knew him as Hammerhead, Hammerhead growing up. Hammerhead, but his name, like, his actual name is, like, Charlie Leather, Le- Le- Leatherkins or something like that. Yeah, and and he's like on the he's like a, like a fucking force priest or some shit like that. He's got a fucking testicle for a mouth. His mouth is a pair of balls. He's sitting at the bar, uh, fucking hammerhead. Yeah. And like B. Arthur gives a little kiss on the head. I'm like, because oh. <laughs> you know, you know, they just took that. That's the original prop from Star Wars. Yeah. I would love to find that prop and be like, B. Arthur kissed this place. <laughs> um, so she yeah. keeps singing and leads them all outside while they sing along. Uh, you've never seen a more wretched hive of scum and villainy led outside by a song. So wretched. <laughs> So wretched. I mean, it speaks to... It says a lot about the special that this is not necessarily the worst part of the special either. Yeah. That, like, yeah, it's... it's it's. Uh, yeah. The bouncer is crying. Girl, it's just a curfew, not a death sentence. And then Carmen's behind the bar as she walks back in and gives her a flower. 
Right before he stabs her and drinks her blood with the hole in his head. Isn't that a part where, like, the devil guy shows up with a gun and he's... Oh, when she's trying to force everyone yeah. out, the devil guy shows up and she's like, no, we're closing, get out of here. And he, pulls and he still goes. forces his yeah. way in. She's got a really shitty bouncer. She's <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, why would you only have one bouncer for the most wretched hive kind of, of scum and villainy? So, so you need to have a fucking... You need to own a bunch of guns. You need to have, like, robot bouncers. You need to have force fields that you can put out, like, oh, yeah. So then the, the... You need to have a fucking lightsaber you can, like, shift people with. Thank God we're back at the, the Wookiee house. Oh, yeah, we have to figure and, out how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> and the trooper gets a call on his Imperial walkie-talkie, which is widely known. All troopers have a walkie-talkie with a three-foot-long antenna sticking out of it. Uh-huh. And they have to return to base. So uh, he's like, hey, we're gonna go. This one stormtrooper, stay here, wait for the dad, because reasons. Uh, so now there's just one lone stormtrooper against two adult Wookies. Fucking rip his arms off and throw him off the side of the building. Yeah, I love that. There's any question as to what happened to this guy later? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the stormtrooper goes up to Lumpy's room and smashes his new toy because reasons. I didn't even catch that. Again, I was probably writing notes. He walks but, like, upstairs, picks up that toy he just built, throw, picks it up above his head, and just throws it down on the ground and smashes what a, it. I love that the troopers are fixated just fucking up the kid's yeah. stuff. Oh my god. Uh, so he chases Lumpy downstairs and corners him on the balcony. Oh, this is the actual cha- Oh yeah, yeah, this is the actual confrontation. Chewie stuff. shows up and promptly does nothing. <laughs> he whisses out. He's got a gun <laughs> on his back and he just kind of stands there like... Oh, you're attacking my children! I guess I'll stand next to I'll him just... so you can shoot us both. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then Han shows up and is like, <laughs> and kind of, and then... And the stormtroopers like, I sent us to, what are you and guys does, talking like, at? The most <laughs> karate <laughs> chop at the stormtrooper. He does not really karate chop. He kind of like, well, he knocks the gun out of the, the stormtrooper's hand and you see it lying on the ground and like, Han does a movement. But it does, you can't tell what's going on. And, and then, then the, the stormtrooper throws himself off the balcony. <laughs> he stumbles forward and falls off the balcony, and the Wilhelm scream happens. Yeah, and then And actually, Han's like, oh, oh, Harrison Ford does do a great job of selling the, he's doing the Harrison Ford physical acting, which that's one of the best things yeah. Harrison Ford does. Yeah, he's like, he does the almost like, almost <laughs> falling kind of thing. Yeah, I thought it was actually kind of great. <laughs> I, I hit the wrong key, so it says, Ham goes inside. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I'm so tickled by calling Han Ham. <laughs> oh my god. Our heroes, ladies and gentlemen, they just watched a stormtrooper trip and fall to his death. I guess they didn't want to show one of the heroes directly leading to the death of a bad I guy. Guess. So they just tried to hedge their bets by having the stormtrooper kind of throw himself, <laughs> trip, and fall off the balcony. So- it's yeah. the weirdest thing, but yeah, that's how Han and Chewie saved the day by complete yeah. accident. By no, so then it's so then Ham goes inside and he's like, "It's okay, he's gone." Then he says hi to everybody, but he gotta go. You're like a family to me. And then a lingering shot on Mala's face. Oh, and then Lumpy's weird... face. Well, Chewie... And then Han vomits at the slight of them <laughs> and leaves. Well, Chewie kind of shows up and like. He goes to give Nala a hug, but there's this weird, like, like and now they, there's, they kind of meet at the groin. Well, hold on. Now, yeah. now there's nothing but Wookiees. So excited oh, that, to get to listen to the roar at each other some more. Awkward hugs happen. Okay. And then it gets really awkward when Chewie and Mala look deep into each other's eyes. For a while. almost kiss. Again, kiss? It's, it's another I don't mo- know. Another moment stressed you with turning where you're like, where are they going with this? Because it's, it's, it's Chewie and Nala just kind of like, 
but their groins are kind of touching yeah. against each other. So, I forgot that Han just checks out so quickly. He's like, okay, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> I don't want to see what's gonna about to happen. <laughs> so then there's a knock at the door, and oh no, it could well, be the stormtroopers. Ah, oh, fuck, it's just the merchant. So then our Carney's back, and they start to hear, Calling Officer B4711. We can't reach you. Is there a problem with your comm link? Really? That's how you're going to do it? You're just going to broadcast it over the TV? <laughs> That's yeah. some fucking sloppy work, Empire. Where's Larry the store troop? Ten more minutes. <laughs> what ten minutes it's going to be? Oh. So don't worry. The merchant's got it. He calls the dude back that was just talking and says that as soon as all the other troopers left, the guy took a bunch of fucking food, stole all his really shit, just... and ran for the hills. And the guy's like, oh, okay. Presumably, I guess we'll look for him. Presumably really? this that, happens often enough that, that, worked. The, that the Imperial commander's just like, oh, well, yeah, that may, we have this happens all the time. We'll just take your word for it. It's the sloppiest shit ever. <laughs> That is specifically that he steals all the Wookiee shit and runs. <laughs> so, well, Just... And then Art Carney's like, Lumpy, Itchy, Chewy, Mala, you all have dumb names. So long. And then he leaves. <laughs> the last anyone ever heard of uh, Art Carney. And then all the Wookiees. the parking lot and shot himself. All the Wookiees get orbs. And it takes way <laughs> longer than it nowhere. should. Comes out of nowhere and goes on forever. They yeah. start walking towards the camera, and then it starts to glow, and they all lift their orbs up and gets transported to space. And now they're all wearing red robes. Fucking seventies. What did we ever do to you? So I was I did do a little bit of reading about this, so So are you gonna explain why they're wearing red robes? No. Okay. I was I well there's one thing I just assume it's just a budgetary yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I guess there were supposed to be a set. But they forgot to build a set for the like like the actual ceremony, so that's why they're just kind of in green screened into like awesome. this, this like made up footage of like this celestial galaxy for no reason. With Wookiees walking but in they, red robes. But there's a little built altar later on where like it's where all the Wookiees yeah. kind of show up. But yeah, but it gets really yeah, trippy because now, now there's Wookiees everywhere. And understand why there's all the red robes because they didn't want to spend money on the full bodies, just the masks. Yeah, because I've heard people so make fun it. of this. Watch red it. robes, and supposedly all the extras who aren't the main family, they're wearing rubber Chewbacca Don Post like commercial, like they just <laughs> went to them like a magic shop and awesome. just bought all the chewy masks they had and had the, had the extras wear those. And if you thought the sounds of three or four Wookies <laughs> was bad, imagine a whole room of them. That sounds. It's fucking ear cancer. A little something like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I ever brought that lady up again. Uh, I wish I had three tabs of that open. And now Han, Luke, and Leia are there as well for new, uh, fucking God knows whatever reason. Yeah, they just kind of show us as quickly <laughs> as Han thank, left. Thank heavens. Now there's a bunch of humans there to talk how important this Wookiee life day is really? to the Wookiees. Yeah, and oh God, she's singing. Why is Leia singing? So she's just singing like a random song, but it's but, set, but they're playing the Star Wars theme to and, it. But it's not meshed. It's not like written like to work with that. No. So she, it's it's just to remind you that this <laughs> is Star Wars. And she's singing, and they just keep cut. They cut to footage of everybody just kind of looking like eh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. She just started doing this. We did. This wasn't in the script. Okay, so this is what it sounds like. When oh more God. <laughs> I should have put that on YouTube doubler. Oh, anyway, no. but yeah. But yeah, so yeah, she sings a song random I don't even know. Did you even look up what the lyrics are? 
I don't even remember no. what her sentiment of the song is. It's just but like, but it is funny that they're day, like, fucking life what? day. When she first starts awesome, singing, you because they're playing Wookiees. the Star Wars theme over, you think she's gonna pull Bill Murray and be singing to the melody of Star Wars, but no, it really is a different thing. And like, I love how they are just like, da 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 over it. But yeah, um, and it. It's it's no. Oh, this is shit. my one. This is my one big thing. When they come in, when Han and Leia, this is a weird shot because like you've you got the established oh, shot of all the Wookies at the temple, uh-huh. and suddenly there's like this crash zoom wobbly shot of Leia coming in with her kind of t- her tits kind of in the focus yeah, of that... the shot, and she's obviously not wearing yeah, a bra. Yeah, I think that's when I noticed it too. And I was like, holy shit! And I had to rewind it because it's a terrible shot. They yeah. should have cut it out because uh, it's, it's almost like they put it in there just because it's like wobbly. The shot itself is wobbly. And so her her breasts, <laughs> but like she comes running because it's terrible. Like it's always like a mistake the way it was shot, but they kept it in. But yeah, but it's, there's the it, whole. It's no wonder she loved cocaine so much that if she had to do shit like this. Seriously, yeah. Oh my god, but there's a close up of Chewie's face staring off into the distance, and then footage from the first movie. Hot damn! This thing had five writers. This is the best they could come up yeah, with. My last note is, is ending, this gonna... ending it with footage from the movie. <laughs> is that supposed to be like, hey, we're sorry about this. Here's some clip from the things you actually well, love. It's like she was at his Christmas festival at his Christmas pageant and suddenly having Vietnam flashbacks in <laughs> the first film, and that's the way it ends. Yeah, and it's like, well, not quite, because th- now all the Wookies are sitting at their di- dinner table with the glowing balls. Oh, in the everyone's middle, gone. Presumably, like this is they all join hands and pray silently thank merciful heaven silently <laughs> it's so at oh least, my god i didn't think about that yeah. <laughs> at least they cut away before they tear apart the live tauntaun and drank its blood by roaring <laughs> they bloody still have murder. that rotting bantha surprise sitting in the corner they could dig into too if if, if, uh, if itchy hasn't fucked it yet but and i do like how the ending gets kind of like that at the end of the christmas story where the mom and the dad are just kind of listening to the radio and mm-hmm. after everything's all kind of quiet Except it's it's a bunch of carpets praying to their god. An hour and a half, and it felt like a lifetime. Could you imagine with what? this with commercials inserted? This what? feels like you're losing uh, your mind. At least with the commercials inserted, you get a br- brief respite from this. Oh my god. What a pinnacle of garbage! This it's like a dog ate a bunch of shit off the Christmas tree <laughs> and then vomited all, all over a bunch of Star Wars toys. So what you're saying, Bravo! Is- a new level of terrible. Bravo! So this is like watching the tinsel coming out coming out of the dog's ass. Yeah, onto <laughs> directly onto your Star Wars toys. All over, and it turns into <laughs> spraying diarrhea with glitter. Wow! What a hot piece of garbage! This was bad. This was really bad. This was oh even even for the standards gosh. of the time, because like seventies variety shows Ooh. were terrible. But this was just a profound lack of care, attention to detail terrible obviously they did not write enough of this because so much of this is just dead air killing time i mean that aside from the basic know, bad creative choices like having the stars be people who can't speak english and have blow blowjob voices <laughs> uh, but it says a lot that you immediately started watching the riff track version because it's they they're they're having a good time with that yeah. too aside from their scripted comments they're just having a good time just like what <laughs> i mean all things said i uh, would watch this with a group of people yeah and make fun of it, but 
It's not a solo well, solo g- gig. This is bad enough that I could see why, even on a regular, like, even on an ironic basis, I can see why people don't watch this very often. Because because you think this would become, especially with Star Wars as big as it is, and irony culture being such a big thing these days, you think this would be, like, a thing that hipsters would watch all the time every Christmas. No, it's not even that. People get, Even people who love this thing can barely tolerate it. I read that one of... Uh... Carrie Fisher's demands was that she got to sing in it. Yeah, I saw that too. She and didn't that, get to pick her song. She but... got a DVD version of it and puts it on when she wants people to leave her parties. Yeah, well, supposedly <laughs> that was part of her payment for participating in like the Star Wars DVD commentaries yeah. back like when they put those out like a decade ago. Which George Lucas was like, okay, I'll give you an official version of the holiday special. Oh Fuck, my man. god. Wowie, wow, wow. Yeah, well, George Lucas, I guess at, a, at an Australian convention years ago, he claimed that uh, he tried to buy up every official copy as he, if he could so he could make sure no one else could get copies, but of course he didn't work. that didn't work out. And he says that if he could, if he had the time and the money, he would hunt down every copy in existence and smash them with a sledgehammer. <laughs> and you know... Oh my god. I would be on the sideline cheering him on. Go, George, go! George would be right! Go, George, go! And this go. is one of the occasions of George fucking up and him going, yeah, I fucked up. I this is a man this that thing. made Howard the Duck... <laughs> And even he's like, mm-mm, this is bad. To be fair, Howard the Duck has its moments. Even uh, that's a, have you seen Howard the Duck? Yeah, we've had that conversation. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lady wow. trying to fuck a duck, but yep. there's got, I mean, it's got child predator that turns into a monster at the end, which is kind of cool. <laughs> oh my god. Bill, what are we doing next time? We didn't, we didn't Oh, I got about trivias. You oh, you got, oh, I want, give me that, give me that hot garbage <laughs> trivia. Oh my god. Uh, so, George Lucas claims that this whole special was CBS's idea after the rating spike ABC got from a Star Wars-themed Donnie and Maria Osmond special that aired a year earlier, which that's available on YouTube, too, and that's a hell of a thing to see. Mm. That's the one that has uh, uh, Sanford's son dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm. and it's got uh, Tony the Tiger as Darth Vader. It's a hell of a thing. Wow. There's like, it's... Oof. It's shorter than this, but it's kind of... Spe- I, that's actually more actually entertaining than this thing was. Uh, though I've heard that low Charlie bar. Lippincott... Yeah, it's definitely low bar. Um, but Charlie Lippincott, the guy who was in charge of uh, PR for Star Wars, has claimed since then that uh, it was this was also kind of he and Lucas's idea, again, I mentioned this before, as a way of keeping Star Wars alive... Yeah. For another year while they could, like, because they were in the middle of uh, starting to put together The Empire Strikes Back when this was being made. In fact, they were literally, like, building the sets and getting ready to film The Empire Strikes Back uh, when they shot this. And But, yeah, but that was still a year or two off from actually coming out. And so they were like, well, how do we make sure that toys keep selling? So we need to, like, like they like they they, they were at least very open to when CBS approached them about this. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, we were just kind of thinking about doing some kind of like TV thing. Just to, and... can you skull fuck it to death for us, please? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I guess uh, at CBS they just had a bunch of Carol Burnett's people like put got put in charge of this. Oof. Uh, yeah, Lucas was the one to come up with the idea to frame the whole story about a bunch of screeching Wookies. Uh, which I do make a note of apologizing to CBS because my first note was like slamming CBS for that creative decision, but that was George Lucas's idea, which he has since then agreed that was a bad idea. Uh, he would re- refuse the budge on that idea, despite everyone telling him it was justifiably terrible idea that could go so very, very wrong. Uh, the first director chosen to make this, he was a film school classmate of George Lucas's, but he got fired when it was discovered that he had no experience with a television multi-camera setup. And so uh, another director was brought in at the last second. He was uh, responsible for Elvis's 1968 comeback special. Oh. That's the guy who actually shot most of this stuff. 
Um, how everything else about this was made seems to be a complete fucking mystery because no one wants to take credit for any like specific creative decisions mm. aside from Stan Winston being responsible for the wikis uh, in this thing which again like I said these are actually better put together wikis than Chewbacca it's himself was too bad they look like nightmare fuel though the, the actual design which is funny because actually George Lucas uh, actually had his people design those wikis they were going to make toys but this did so badly, they scotched that because they were going to make toys out of all the characters in this thing. Yeah, it says a lot. Family. It says a lot that this thing's so bad that they haven't marketed it. Yeah, the, that even George Lucas, like, well, his name doesn't even, George Lucas' name doesn't even appear on this thing because he knew it was going to be so bad before it aired. Mm. So, like, yeah, like, it's, the fact that, like, he saw, like, a half-completed version of this was like, oh my god, we were going to make toys off of this, like, let's stop that, I'm taking my name out, we're going to air it anyway, because <laughs> we spent the money, but we're just going to pretend it didn't exist five minutes after it's finished airing. And, yeah, it only aired once, uh, the week before Thanksgiving in 1978, and was banished to the Forbidden Zone immediately the year thereafter. Um, and, yeah, just in those So that, is, oh. is Life Day supposed to be Christmas or Thanksgiving, then? It was supposed to be more Christmas, but yeah. I guess it was more just catch-all, just holiday themed. But like, it's, it's it seems to be like Bill. Everyone behind the scenes is talking about Christmas. It's 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 Wookiee yeah. Christmas. Bill, ugh, what are we gonna do for Life Day? That's a good question. What are, are we, we gonna, gonna lift? We're up gonna our, record like our, the day after our, Life Day. Our glowing balls into the air and and watch Carrie Fisher sing with their coked out, drunk fueled eyeballs. Vomiting blood and cocaine into a bucket. But oh, before we talk about what we're going to do next time, there there is a debate. I'm not quite sure what we're going to do next okay. time. Uh, what are ranked, not including the prequels, uh-huh. the worst like spinoff Star Wars stuff? So that we got. Dro- I mean, this is obviously the worst. Yeah, we got droids. We got the Ewok movie. The neither of those we got are the good. second Ewok movie. Oh, we those got are not very good. Uh, isn't there another Star uh, Ewok cartoon too? Yeah, no, there's droids and Ewoks cartoons, separate cartoons. So, this is the worst. There's also the Clone Wars cartoon. There was the Clone Wars movie that was made out uh, of the first couple episodes. I'm, that was terrible. I'm talking about older shit. Older shit? Like, yeah. pre-prequel era stuff? Yeah. That's pretty much it, in terms yeah. of, like... Well, unless what, you're so talking about books what, and stuff. What's, Filmed media. What's in second place after this? In terms of what's worse? Yeah. Oh, man. I would... It's... The first Ewok movie? Second Ewok movie? Droids? I liked. Granted, I have not seen them since they first aired thirty years ago. But I yeah. liked, especially the second Ewok. The I rem- I've special. Very, being, they were okay. Very vaguely remember seeing the second Ewok special. Yeah, and like kids today won't. Kids today will never understand. Like <laughs> the the panic of running around the house trying to find a VHS tape uh-huh. that you could record on yeah. and popping that in the VCR. Which, how many more record. times did you ever watch it after you taped it? Oh, we watched it, it a bunch. You did? Okay. Yeah. I, we watched it a couple times, but not as much as I thought But we would. missed the part where her family gets murdered That's at the beginning. That's the about the second one is because like, the whole first Ewok special is about this kid who somehow... Uh, separated from her family on Endor. This all takes place before Return of the, Return of the Jedi, years before Return of the Jedi, I guess. It's bad. This little girl gets separated from her family. She hooks up with uh, Wicket the Ewok, mm-hmm. which, for some reason in the special, he has different eyes. He has, mm. like, these haunted, never-blinking, like, you can see his pupils. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking horrifying-looking when the <laughs> camera lingers on him too long. But it's all about her trying to find her family, and she finds her family at the end. The second one opens with that whole family, including her, being murdered. 
Does she get murdered? I in believe this? so. Sindel? I don't know. If she... she gets what? Her brother's named Mace, and I remember that too. And I think he's played by one of the kids from uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation. Mm. I think. Um, I mean, it's been over thirty years since I saw that, or at least thirty years since I saw one, it. Is it the second one that they're fighting? Is it Wilford Brumley that shows up? And There's they're an fighting old like dude lizard there, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was an evil witch who uses evil like force magic. I've not seen. That I need since to the first revisit those. That already sounds better than this, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would I would argue that the droids and Ewoks cartoon. I don't know what, if which I would I would think I they, never watched those. So I would I imagine because I think they tried <laughs> to plug the I think the droids cartoon was a little more plugged into quote unquote continuity at the time where because you know the droids are running around the galaxy whereas the Ewoks cartoon was just the Ewoks on that planet and it was like geared towards little girls mm. and I think by virtue of that they were even less. They were even more careless about that than they were with even the droids cartoon. People make fun of... Who did... It was one of the police did the theme song for the droids cartoon. Mm. And it's terrible. We but there's a theme song for the Ewok cartoon, which is great because it's this guy. I'm a Ewok. I'm gonna get ya. <laughs> it's this great song! I can't remember, but it's this like almost like uh, Leonard Cohen music. But it's great. It's amazing to me that so many people... Hold Star Wars as this precious, precious no, babies, Wars. and there's there's probably more bad than there is good. Even before the prequel, Star Wars had shit the bed more often than it ever got anything right. Yeah, yeah, and that's when Luke. Yeah, mm, yeah. Star Wars, it's 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 way lumpier than you. Th- that's why everyone's like what? <laughs> lumpy. Everyone's <laughs> well, everyone's like so worked up about we're recording this just literally just a day before uh the Star Wars Rogue One comes out. Everyone's so like, oh, this is the first real bit of side canon for Star Wars. Is it gonna be good? Like people forget about all the shit we've talked yeah. about, and none of that stuff was good. And so even if Rogue, Rogue One is okay, that's already better than it. Like the droids <laughs> cartoon or the yeah. Ewoks or this piece of shit. So, but yeah. Well, Bill, next time uh, for next time, are you gonna pick something that lifts you up or brings you down? Which is interesting because whatever we do next, we're gonna record like the day after Christmas. So, it, and I might be having a filthy bald and his five-year-old son here. So, whatever I pick should <laughs> probably be amenable to a five-year-old. So, so kid. what you're saying is we're gonna walk Caligula. <laughs> I know. <that's> kind of... <laughs> oh, here you're choices. gonna grow up fast, boy. Silent running. No. <laughs> No. It's the inspiration for Mystery Science no. Theater 3000. Oh, that trailer. I no. know. But the trailer's not indicative of the final No. Uh, we could do... Uh, I was thinking about Westworld because the series just ended. Mm. Again, but that's not really maybe suitable for a five-year-old. I uh, could do Marx Brothers. I, we, I got the Marx Brothers box set. We could do the Brothers. We yeah. could start off with We've been talking about that. Uh, I was thinking it might be interesting instead of... This won't be next week, but like we've never done an album. I was thinking about doing music sometime. Mm. What if we sat down to like Sgt. Yeah. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band or something? Yeah, I don't I know th- how we would we talk about. I would about say that. more if we're gonna do like music albums. Th- those can be like maybe bonus episodes because they probably only be like fifteen. That's minutes. what I'm kind of wondering. It would be an interesting those would experiment. Have to, yeah, those could be like supplemental. Um, like it's a mad, 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 mad world. We could that movie's uh, no. like three hours long. Yeah, now. I'm not gonna have time to do that. Uh, Star Crash. Which is, is a spiritual, like, cousin to Message from Space, and this is an Italian Star Wars knockoff. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you look interested. <laughs> You're salivating at the thought of that. Uh, War of the Gargantuas. I've heard of that. Which is a Toho monster movie with two giant with colored Frankenstein be tight? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Or, if we want to go more actually directly Godzilla, we could do Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, a giant monster's all-out attack. Well, if we're going to do Godzilla, I'd like to... 
start that because I've never seen any Godzilla and I probably should see the first one. Oh, you want? Oh, really? Eventually, yeah. Hmm. Which of which of those options would you would you, would you rather prefer? I would always prefer the Marx Brothers. You want to do Marx Brothers? We can do Marx Brothers. Let's do some Coco Coconuts. Coco. I don't know if I've actually seen Coco Nuts. Uh, cause it is it is spelled. I had to double check this. It's not just coconuts, but it's cacao nuts. Well, isn't that what? How they what they call peanuts in uh, Steamboat yeah, Charlie? This got brought up was something once, but yeah. Cacao nuts. Well, this is I don't know if it's their first film, but it's the first film available in that box set. Um, which. I'm not quite sure how easy it is to find. The Blu-ray came out. I might hey, have yeah, yeah. I might have JoJo rip a copy of that, and I can give it to you. Okay. Well, we'll figure out something. But okay, we'll do the Marx Brothers Coconuts. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Yay, that'll be better Yay. than this. Can't <laughs> possibly we'll be see. worse. Marx Brothers, old old black and white comedy, especially the first Marx. At least Brothers. I'll enjoy myself. You think so? Have you seen the Marx Brothers before? Have you seen? I Coconuts? love the fuck out of the Marx Brothers. Okay. <laughs> it might be. I, I don't love them. Oh uh, yeah. Fucking Harpo dancing in lemonade. Oh. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. What's lemonade? No, there's a there's a. Okay, He's actually dancing like in, in a bucket of lemonade. It's in duck soup. Okay, I've seen parts soup. of these movies. Oh, what which is the one with uh, the fake country that they're in? Is that duck, duck soup? soup? Yeah. Vulcanvania. No, that's from Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, can I pretend never to see Nothing But Trouble so we can talk about that someday? No. Speaking of bullshit. No. Okay. Marx Brothers Coconuts. That's what we're doing next. Coconuts. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I've Show got me the blueprints. Yeah, we're gonna do that next time. Merry he, Christmas, everybody. He's muttering on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle Life on Dave. Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. If you found this us bleeding internally while talking about this amusing, uh, why not turn it on on Christmas and and make your family suffer through us cursing and swearing at you at the top of our lungs? Um, or, or better yet, just turn on the Star Wars Holiday Special and watch everybody glare at you. Preferably, if you want the full sense around experience, mm. go to YouTube Doubler, plug in the Star Wars <laughs> comedy, uh, Star Wars Holiday Special, the second video, just have it be the blowjob, <laughs> grapefruit blowjob lady <laughs> on a loop. Uh. <laughs> so that's the chowder of the other Wookiees outside their house, just yeah. talking, just having casual conversation. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Danny. You brought this on yourself because I would. I know never... I did. I, I might just edit more onto that on top of this. Watching randomly. you be miserable brought me so much joy. <laughs> that was because you've done it to me so many times. That was a thing. Star Wars. We did the. I feel bad because I don't think this is necessarily a funny episode. Because this is such a bad thing. It's hard to... <laughs> again. It's hard to be funny about this unless you're professional rift tracksers. But thank I... you yeah. for making me watch this. <laughs> Even if just just for resetting my expectations as I go to see Rogue One this weekend, yeah. I'll be like, this may not be the greatest Star Wars movie, but shit, man, it's better than some other Star Wars shit that came before this. Right as soon as the, the title scroll finishes, just at the top of your lungs go, where's Lumpy? <laughs> Did they care, Lumpy? Why no Lumpy? <laughs> All right. oh, you know what? They could squeeze in if they were actually. That'd be great. They have should have Art Carney's character walking around the background like CGI. Ugh. That'd be fun because he would be existing because this takes place <laughs> yeah. five minutes before Star Wars. So. Yeah, yeah. All these characters would be like living out there within Star Wars canon. They should be rocking around. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so. that's that. That done. So until next time, keep filling those holes with pop culture. Bill and I are going to go cry now. Thank you for enduring our exercise in self-harm. So long, everybody. Take care, guys. Seriously, Merry Christmas. Goodbye.
They say it pays to advertise, but Marcy, Lisa, and Pam don't care for the way they're going to be used in an advertising campaign. So fasten your seatbelts for Flying High with guest stars Nancy DeSoe, Lyle Wagner, and Bobby Sherman next.